but they called it a remake as a play on words because it's technically a sequel. The, the remake that they're making, which is like a mobile type game that plays just like the original <clears> but has updated graphics and combat graphics, that, they're not calling that a remake because Japan knows what the fuck a remake means. Here in America and in the West, our developers remake games and you get shit like Dead Space. Is it really a remake, though? I mean, I might give them a little bit of pass on that because even though not much has changed, at least there's some differences. At least some story beats have been altered a bit. At least there's new gameplay mechanics. Sure, it's a remake. But I'll still stand by the fact that Resident Evil 2 Remake is the penultimate version of what a remake is. That's what a remake is. It is 100% something different. It's been remade from the ground up. You can't just slap pretty graphics on something and say it's a remake. That's a remaster, like you said. Like, <laughs> what the fuck is anyway, wrong Anyway, welcome these to the podcast, everyone. If you're wondering if we actually, you know, do anything special for the, for the podcast, not really. So... <laughs> It's just oh, the same. The I, I should I should have held on to it. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I just started it's, recording. It's just gonna start in the middle of a rant. Yeah, right. This guy goes on to say, aiming is horrible. They removed the laser aim that was available with all weapons. Hey, that's your only good critique. Because that's the only thing wrong with this game. The only thing. You can cry all day about nah, it's missing content. It's all the fuck what, man. We live in an era where, where DLC exists. Capcom has not been pay asking any money for Resident Evil DLC. I, I mean, are you fucking stupid? They've been giving you shitty side games for free. Like, of course they're going to have Mercenaries mode. Of course there's going to be separate ways. Why would they not save that for DLC? It gives them, hey, dumbass, it gives them more time to make it good. Otherwise, you get a rushed product like Resident Evil 3 Remake. That's why that shit was cut. That's why Clock Tower is cut out of Resident Evil 3 Remake, and it feels so short. Because they rushed it. That's why Reverse sucks, because they rushed it. It's called. I don't even know about Reverse. Mistakes. I haven't played it. I haven't had the courage to play it. It's. It, 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 I don't need to play it to know. <laughs> That a fucking uh, arena shooter in the RE engine with some of the characters and you pick up little fucking things and get to turn into tyrants is dumb. It's like they have a group of people at Capcom that's just convinced they can turn every Resident Evil game into a shooter and they never manage to. All they had to do was do mercenaries. All they had to do was do co-op mercenaries like RE5. That's all, that's all you gotta do. That's all you gotta do. You want to make a good multiplayer experience for co-op is the answer. Well, they tried it once. Yeah, everyone, everyone bitched about Resident Evil Five, and this is what you get. Oh, look, it's like four, but more four than four. We call it five. <laughs> no, I want, I want Ashley Graham following me around. Okay, here's a girl following you that's pretty, and she's got a gun and can help you. No, but she's retarded. <laughs> oh yeah, not like Ashley. Yeah, well, like Ashley, Ashley ducks when you aim at her face. Okay, Sheva shoots people. <laughs> like, <laughs> what are you talking about? God, listen to this loser. You can move AI too. is brutally tough and unfair. 
Remake what? on standard difficulty is harder than pro mode in OG. I've died <laughs> no, 35 wrong. times in OG Pro, 75 times in remake. Stan. Here's Are the you difference. Stupid? You haven't played this one for 100 hours or whatever yet. This guy's <laughs> fucking literally stupid. <laughs> the AI should be better. It's a fucking game that came out in like 2005. Of course the AI is better. Go play the original! <laughs> That's what I'm saying, man. Like, everyone's like, oh, the game is perfect. It's like, then don't play the remake. Because if you think that's perfect, this is not going to offer you anything. Ton of super tedious I'm actually really surprised trial at how error. good it is. I thought for sure it was going to be <laughs> I know you more were gonna for. Hate. Here's a guy that hates Resident Evil 4, and this one's Fixes a lot of the problems that he hated this, about it. This one, I I just, I look at the clock and it's Sunday. It's like, what the fuck happened? <laughs> yeah. This could actually be one of your top games of all time. And it's Resident Evil 4. Can you believe that shit? He goes on to And say, you know, I thought for a second, like maybe, maybe it's because this game is finally showing me what other people saw in the original. No. Right. And never, <laughs> but then I read these reviews and shit of the people who don't like this one. And it's like, nope, <laughs> not at all. Yeah. It's just people with rose tinted goggles that don't understand. It's like all the shit that they changed. They're like, no, I don't like that. They changed it even a little bit. It's right there alongside people that think dark souls is good. Cause difficulty and world of Warcraft vanilla was good because insert x amount of dumb fucking book because you had to fucking find people and you you had to talk and chat for two hours to get a five-man group going for a dungeon some people have jobs bro <laughs> <laughs> ton of super tedious puzzles that are based on trial and error wasted hours on stupid puzzles puzzles in og were mostly fun quick and logical they're the same. There's still fun, quick, and logical. There's more little ones that I like, like the oh, place the lantern lights around the thing. Like, yeah, it takes like ten extra seconds, but that, like little things fuck? like that make a big difference. First of all, the puzzles are only trial and error if you're a fucking moron and don't look for the obvious clues in your face, like paint on walls and shit. I don't know of one fucking puzzle aside from the. The dais that has like the symbols and you got to pick three symbols. Yeah, you could you could trial and error that, but that's from the OG game. That puzzle was in the OG game kind behind of, the yeah. church. <laughs> it was behind the church at the gravesite. I mean, what the fuck? Graphical glitches, screen tearing, low res, and blurry textures. That's a, your, that's a you problem. Is, yeah, that's a you problem. That's your computer. Weapons lack the oomph of OG. I don't know what the fuck that means. Sound effects suck. You're out of your fucking mind. Here's his problem. Okay, the guns actually feel much more consistent in this one, but the enemies are less consistent. Like in the original, you used to be able to just back up and they would kind of group up in a line and then <laughs> all of them dead. This one, they don't do that as much. Yeah, he's crying because the game's not easier. You can make it easier. Dude, he, he needs... He, assisted mode is made for him. Okay? <laughs> this guy thinks standard is difficult. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's not 
you know, I get that the developers like play on hardcore the first time. Like, yeah, whatever, developer. But still, standard is fine. that would have been a bit rough, I think. But standard was a standard slightly fine. too easy. It was, it was just right. It was standard, you know. It's Japanese. They think it needs to have a challenge for everything. That's that's typical Japanese. If a Japanese guy says do it on this one, it's easy. You do it a little bit lower, <laughs> okay. These people are still out here building houses out of wood with no nails. Wait, did you play unassisted the whole time? No, I played standard because oh, okay. they said do hardcore. They build yeah. houses with no nails still, <laughs> like wooden dowels and shit to hold wood together. With like they they will take boards, okay, and they will cut intricate patterns for them to lock into each other because it increases the strength of the home. And that might be true, but it's just all unnecessary. <laughs> Like, it's so unnecessary, man. All right, we got stick framing over here in the United States because it's easy, it's quick, and it does the job. This house I'm in now, stick framed. It's been standing for a hundred years, Japan. Okay, calm down. <laughs> well, that's why Japan has buildings that are like twelve thousand years old. It's like it looked well, just so like this twelve thousand years ago. We just new coat. So do the Romans, and they weren't doing that shit. They were pouring concrete. It's like the easiest thing you can do. There are moms in this country. There are roads that Romans built shit. that are still around. Yeah, it turns out. By <laughs> Meanwhile, the way, that's look at because, our fucking roads. That's because leave them alone for five years. You can't even see them. That's because Roman concrete was different. Uh, they've they've well, learned they actually the put layers concrete. of stone and shit. Well, they've learned the secret of, of Roman concrete. They put this lime shit in it that would form like these bricks inside of the concrete, and when it rains. The rain goes down in the cracks and it causes the, the this lime to react with the water and heat up and actually seals those cracks uh, back up. Uh, it also they also use salt water instead of fresh water. But yeah, we're getting to that. Well, you'll start seeing <laughs> yeah, that again. We'll figure it out one of these days. You'll start seeing people. Too expensive. You'll, you'll start corp. You, no, it's not too expensive. Salt water is more abundant than fresh water, and uh, that lime is nothing special. Uh, you'll I, you'll start seeing Roman concrete being sold in box stores and shit and. It'll become a thing. So, <laughs> 6,000 years too late. This guy continues on PC plot, no ballistics. Okay, what the fuck do you, poor voice acting. Oh, I mean, ballistics. it's not the best, but it's passable, you know. Remove decapitation well, from OG. The only voice acting I despised was Ada. She, she, yeah, her voice definitely acting the weakest. horrible. Yeah. This, tell me, tell me, you didn't play this game without telling me you didn't play this game. Remove decapitations from OG. What the fuck? You can't decapitate enemies via suplexes. Wrong. Or bullets to the face like the original. Wrong. You mean the their head doesn't explode? Which really ties huh? into the when you used to suplex people. Sometimes when you got a crit, their head would explode on the ground. Yeah, it does that. Well, it doesn't explode, but their neck breaks. They make that sound, which is better. I've you seen know, the because heads explode. The heads still explode. It's Do they turn into a monster? A critical. Sometimes, sure. Because, I mean, you still, you knife them, their head explodes He says sometimes. bullets to the face don't do it. It does. Bullets to the face make heads explode, and they don't always pop out their fucking head. Yeah, but I thought you said suplex. Suplex as well. I've done a suplex, and a head has exploded, and they didn't get back up. Okay. I'm just saying, it exists. It's really rare. I I rarely see head explosions from melees, even regular melees like kicks and shit. And I got like a twenty percent increased chance charm. <laughs> I don't think it's twenty percent. Poor voice acting. I mean, 
I think unequivocally, there are certain things that are like opinionated, like, oh, this is blah, blah. But I don't think you can legitimately say poor voice acting. I think that is a really unobjective thing. It's 100% factual that the voice acting is better here. If you think Sadler was had a better voice actor back then, you're out of your fucking mind. He's the Nord from fucking Skyrim, and he sounds just like him. I mean, look, here's the difference, all right? This all ties into a bigger it's theme, which is that bullshit. The, the original was much more cartoony. Yeah, like Salazar bullshit. was like a fucking 12-year-old looking kid. <laughs> his his monster form is just comical. <laughs> like, it's so bad and cartoony, and it's much more realistic in this one. Thank goodness. All around. Like, yeah, Leon still does a backflip or two, but at least it's not some kind of fucking crazy nine foot leap bicycle kick like it actually looks like and like someone did a backflip in mocap like he tucks and rolls and shit and barely PC makes it plot pc plot politically correct plot why because no ballistics what is it i don't know what there are ballistics that. though i don't know what he means by that over you time have to leave in the first shots no in the first game louise says to ashley see the president is yeah, give the, my daughter, about. giving his daughter ballistics, right? Talking no about her ballistics titties. over time or checking out Ashley's bits. The fuck is wrong with you, man? Just, just go on Reddit and look up Ashley uh, Rule Thirty Four. It's there already with the current model. Have fun, bro. Tits fucking jiggle. You don't need game. to fucking look at a video game character in a fucking video game to get your rocks off anymore. People take those models and immediately put them on porn sites. It's a different era, man. Like, I, I guarantee you, you need to grow up. Jiggle and fucking the original. <laughs> it's 25. This guy said he's been playing games for 25 years. Grow the fuck up, Coomer. I jerk off. You don't see me over here going, get the fucking ass out of it, man. I want to see titties. I don't want to see titties in a game because that's, then I'm just fucking Coomer brained. Do you know games are game. just for that? Like, come on. Yeah, they exist everywhere now, like fucking hentai games and shit. Like, what are you complaining about? Are you going to mature at any point in your fucking life and be like, yeah, sex isn't everything and I can move on with it? It's not even funny. Ugh, ballistics. <laughs> what are you, fucking 12? Probably. Listen, I, I, I'm 100% against the whole woking a game just for it but that's not what happened here see the guys who made this game have matured that's what happened here the guys who made this game in 2005 were immature back then and now they've matured they have children and possibly grandchildren and they want to make something that if their children or grandchildren play they're not fucking embarrassed by it <laughs> that's a good metric for everything you do think about that every time you just make a big decision you know should yeah. I do this? Should I post this on Twitter? Well, if my, my kids found it. Grandchildren are going to think about me a certain way? Yeah. Imagine growing up in your mom's an OnlyFans model. Imagine that. What the fuck? Any Coomer would be man, like, man, if my like, mom was Mia Khalifa, it, that'd be awesome. Are you fucking out of your mind? Like Woody Harrelson <laughs> drying his eyes with the money, right? Like, oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> I love the campy humor and one-liners from OG. I don't. You're the only one, man. I mean, the OG, the OG fucking changed Leon's character. Like, just how many times it. have I go said that? Just go play the OG. Music is crap, just objectively false. Not a single standout track, huh? 
What do you mean, man? Dude, the minecart was great. Dude, play this game once with the original sound and then play it with the remade sound. The yeah. remade sound is way fucking better. Way better. Way better. Across the of board. Of course, if you want the original soundtrack, you need to fork over an extra $10. Oh, God forbid you support the game developers and fork out an extra $10 Dude, on a I... goddamn deluxe edition for a game you've been waiting for for fucking 15 years. Everyone God fucking forbid. <laughs> on my second playthrough, I, I did the original soundtrack, and I never played the first game, but I... I... Of the two, I I very much enjoyed the remakes soundtrack. Yeah, because it's there. You have it, folks. Better. Objectively better. Three people say yeah. so. It's objectively better because back then you're working with different technology for music and shit. Yeah, I get it. It's very nostalgic to hear the save room music or something like that when you go into the save. Yeah. Oh man, RE4 got a good save room. Or I safe like using it in two track. because the remake music kind of sucked in two. There really wasn't any. It was all just ambient sounds, kind of, or no music at all. This one, not the case. You need to spend money repairing your knife and body armor. What the fuck? Imagine yeah, because in the first one, hear me out on this. Hear me out on this. <laughs> in the original, after you got everything, there was no reason to get money anymore. So you were used to stopping and picking up money and picking up herbs and shit, but eventually you're just walking around with a rocket launcher or a hand cannon with infinite ammo or the Chicago typewriter or something. And there's nothing to spend money on. This creates yeah. a, a revolving economy. So it's not much. A, it's not but even about an economy. At least like, you're still picking the, stuff up. You're still selling the, shit. You're still buying repairs or something to buy, you know? Well, the main issue that these people don't fucking understand is it's not just about an economic standpoint. The main point is that in the original, your knife did diddly fucking squat. Oh, it did damage when they were on the ground. Yeah, good for you, okay? And then the game loop just turned into shoot guy in kneecap, fucking roundhouse kick, and then slash them till they die. Whoa, what a difficult game, man. Oh, man, I can see why you're having trouble in this fucking game because you can't do that cheesy fucking strat the whole way yeah, through the whole fucking game. it stops working because your, your handguns don't stagger as easily. You got to shoot them three times in the head, kick them, and then they get up. Second... <laughs> Secondly, the body armor stops a fuck ton of damage. And you get time. it way earlier in the game than you did in the original. You get it like at the beginning of the fucking castle. You in can the original, it. it barely does anything. Why? Because there's no drawback. When you have no drawback, you can't reward the player with something. It's called risk versus reward. You get something that makes you take a lot less damage. Do you want to invest in this right now with the money you have or buy a weapon that's on sale in this chapter? Oh, I'll get the bulletproof vest. Good. Now you take less damage, but you have to repair it. Maybe you don't have the money to repair it every single time, you know, because it's a survival fucking horror game. You're supposed to be limited in your money and your bullets and shit like that. That's the whole concept of survival horror. I'm sorry that you played a piece of trash in 2005 that was a goddamn Rambo game and not a Resident Evil game. Period. And the knife... I hear you, brother. You gotta repair the fucking knife. Because it's so strong, you can parry almost everything with it. Not only parry, but if you time it perfectly, you can then melee the guy. And when you fucking upgrade the durability on that knife, it lasts for a long fucking time. That's the first thing you should do going into this game, is upgrade the knife's durability. Fuck the damage. The damage doesn't mean shit. You should not be stabbing people with a knife. <laughs> it really makes no sense. Honestly. The finishers the, work, but... The, the, it should be finishers and parries only. Because 
The knife is not a tool for killing enemies. That's your gun. Okay? There's two ways to play Resident Evil games. You can try to kill everything and go through all your fucking ammo and, you know, maybe you're really good with your shots and shit like that. And Especially Resident Evil 4. Every time you can melee a guy, sure, melee him. That is damage that's being done. But your knife should only be used for parries and killing something that's down. Because if something's going to get up, like they're wriggling around after you killed them, they're going to be st stronger and you're going to have to put more bullets in them. So it's more valuable to use your knife for that. Parries are great because you, otherwise you'd be taking damage and need to use some of your health items, which are more limited in this game than most, ga than most games in the series. But here's the deal. The second way to play this game, aka most Resident Evil games, is to run away from most enemies. And that's where the knife excels. If you're running away and someone swings at you and you hit the fucking parry button, hey, you've parried and you're moving on with your wet, with your day. The, the people just don't know how to play this game. They want to go into it like it's fucking Metal Gear Solid. Yeah, I'm going to shoot everybody. Man. I'm going to fucking shoot everybody. <laughs> Sorry. This guy yeah, gave a seven. Work. Crash dialogues. You have to run all the time because Leon is too slow. German synchro is terrible. Well, stop playing shit in German, okay? I don't know what to tell you people. There's a line, there's a, uh, there's a cutscene from World of Warcraft's intro cinematic for Warlords of Draenor. And uh, <clears throat> maybe I'm a little biased because I'm an English speaker. But when you watch that cinematic and Manoroth shows up, the voice actor who plays that, that role has such good delivery. He's got this moment where he's like, because, you know, the Grom has not accepted the blood of Manoroth and all that shit. And he's like, so what's the fucking point of you being here, right? He doesn't know that he's about to be ambushed. But he's like, and did you bring these mongrels here just to watch you die? Right? And the delivery is so fucking good. And then you watch it in French. And it's the disgustingest fucking thing I've ever heard in my life. Okay? It's so fucking bad. The note He's hitting the wrong notes at the wrong delivery time. Because the language doesn't work in the same way, obviously. I feel really bad for people that don't play shit in English. Like, my God. It's like how it used to be for me playing Japanese games and then the dialogue is not synced with the lips. I'm sorry, you just gotta live with it, man. What you have a problem with is not this game. You have a problem with the German fucking people not making good games. That's what you have a problem with, okay? German-speaking people. Because it's just, I'm sorry. That's what it is. That's your problem. Oh, this game's bad because the German synchro is a terrible... What do you expect? That they lip-read everything for every... Did we... One day we'll be there with AI that will be able to redo all the lip work and shit based off of the words that are being said and the animators won't have to animate any of that shit. I mean, it's almost there. We're getting there. But that kind of shit does get stifled a little bit when... Bioware tries to use it, and then everybody comes out and goes like, these are the worst animations I've ever seen. Yeah, because they have, like, <laughs> mountains of dialogue, and an AI did it. And the AI's not that great because we haven't been working on AI because companies like Google and Microsoft have been hoarding the shit for years. This review contains spoilers. Oh, God, it's not even in English. Get out of my life. <laughs> well, that part was, right? That it has spoilers. Dave199 says... Really mediocre gameplay and story to much, too much action. 
less survival horror, pro good graphics and atmosphere. Uh, okay. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I would say there's definitely more action. Yeah, than other Resident Evils, sure. But it's also closer to the old Resident Evils. I don't know. Maybe that's just because graphics have improved or maybe their art team has improved and I don't know. The castle is way fucking better. That whole section is much more fun than it was in the original. And the prison, I actually like the prison. They shrunk it all down. They made the first part actually feel like a lab. Right? You Listen need a lab. <laughs> Look at these people. Look at this. Listen, you fucking losers out there in video game land. Nobody believes you when you try to make everybody think that you're this some kind of fucking... Uh, I'm an awesome gamer, man. I want the hardest difficulty, and the hardest difficulties aren't hard enough for me, bro. Another soulish cash grab remake from Capcom. Dumb down difficulty. What? <laughs> what are you fucking talking? Fuck you, loser. You're such a fucking loser. Nobody believes you. This is the kind of guy that uploads a video of fucking Mia Malkova to Pornhub and says, my girlfriend. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> That's what this guy is. No extra modes. Okay. It's gonna be DLC. <laughs> Moving. And by DLC, I mean non-paid downloadable content they're, they're, give them time to work on it and make it better for fuck's sake i'm so pissed off they didn't rush this shit out like fucking reverse or whatever the fuck moving towards an action slash cod style gameplay than actual survival horror did you play the original did you play call of duty <laughs> you really this reminds you of call of duty yeah you shoot guns you shoot guns <laughs> basically just a low effort remake to squeeze money low effort <laughs> people who never grew up and stopped playing video games wait what the fuck bro hey, your name is critical critical gamer and you're gonna talk about people who never grew up and stopped I playing hate myself <laughs> the fuck are you talking about knowing that this franchise has lifetime long fans it's lifelong fans but whatever who will buy it, no, right. buy it no matter what. They never even polished up the horrid dialogue that sounds like it was written by a child. Yeah, not even polished at all. Exactly not the same. Not polished at all, exactly. <laughs> I'll give you that some of the dialogue is straight out of the old game. Look, stupid. it's way better. Like, it's way like better than it used to be. domination being the fucking... Like, when, like they did a really good really job dialogue, of making red. Leon seem like the older more cynical Leon without being a fucking idiot like he was in the original. You know, it makes sense if you saw him in Remake 2. Because he talks about how, like, he was wasn't really asked. He was kind of told that he had to join whatever secret service bullshit that he's in. So he's probably, like, you know, it makes sense for his character now. You couldn't really do that in the old one because 2, you know, he was a piece of cardboard <laughs> basically. Right, I'm going to read this one word for word. Dumbest boat I ever righted. Still asking people to ride the boat fight with a boss. Fuck idiot wasting my time. And Ashley, her mom died. I confirm about that. Fuck shit trash. AI. Keep crying whole day and useless as fuck. And keep wasting the player time. I don't know what to say to that. <laughs> God Wait, dude. what? I blacked out. <laughs> what the fuck is this? 
this is these are the reviews that are giving it negatives on Metacritic. These are the reviews. I haven't seen a, a serious review yet from some of these people. I mean, this game has some problem, but they're not what these people are saying. Look at this shit. This is, so this is the thing that people are doing. This is when you read this comment, this is the thing that most people are downloading. And I'm pretty sure it comes from some fucking Resident Evil YouTuber. And these people are just regurgitating it because it makes no fucking sense when you hear it. This is like brain rot moron shit. <laughs> really disappointing. Too much cut content in this game. Especially my favorite boss, U3. Uh, what? what? <laughs> It's just Resident Evil 3 in a different setting. Same clunky controls, same boring weapon sounds and music. It's just so lame compared to the original. The death scenes are trash. I'm sorry, what? Why is everyone it, obsessed with it? Don't fucking die. Also, the death scenes are <laughs> not dying. trash. I died, I died and got my eyes gouged out. An unarmed man hit me to the ground. And then stomped my head in three times and it exploded the third time. What are you talking about? <laughs> the blood is too much to fill the screen. Okay. What? And there are no chainsaw <laughs> decapitations. Yes, there are. Well, you don't actually see it, man. <laughs> it's fucking people. I mean, instead, he uh, stabs you with the chainsaw and as you sit there screaming he's slowly Gurgling. moving it upward through your fucking chest until it pops out yeah, of your well, collarbone <laughs> better because that's what used to happen how can you say this is like re3 how can you even people are doing this well they removed the clock tower in re3 and then they removed u3 in this game it's the same huh <laughs> what the fuck I'm pretty sure the two-hour difference on how this game is shorter by two hours than the original is because in the original, you three took two fucking hours. I'm just saying, there's not a lot missing here. There's barely anything missing here. And in fact, they've expanded on areas. I mean, they nice took to out the stupid Mecha Salazar. Yeah. Who needs and that? they put it and as this, it's and it's kind of funny little... because it's this little guy who thinks he's hot shit, right? And he's having a statue of himself built. It's in the process of being built that breathes fire. Yeah. Like it kind of makes sense for this little douchebag. Yeah, you know, the it's still goofy, still there. but it's just in the clock tower and it breathes fire and it breathes fire. Yeah. <laughs> and I know how that sounds. And there's little, and there's little <laughs> versions of the statue hidden throughout each level that you break like the bobbleheads. It's it's homage to it. It's so it's done so perfectly without having some kooky fucking smash the X button so you can run away from giant statue. That's what I really wanted in the game. You know I really my favorite part is that they took the out the X button. I'm really glad they took out. You remember that room where you would uh, ride this like steampunk monorail thing over to the other side and you'd open the doors and there's a room that's full of fucking lava with giant unicorns with dudes riding them on either side that breathe fire on you. And there's like a rotating oh, elevator. Oh yeah, I remember that trash. Like, what the fuck? You know what they did to replace it? It's just like a little fight room and you pick up the unicorn things Two and unicorn you stick them on the unicorn statues in, yeah. and little candles light on <laughs> the inside. Yeah, it's like a homage it's to guess. the original. Yeah. I, I mean, this is done so well. The knife fight is so good. The first knife fight is so good. Instead of some dumb fucking cutscene bullshit, 
Well, you have to hit one of two button combinations at the right time. You have an actual knife fight with the game knife mechanics, or you can fucking shoot him if you want, I guess. How can you even say the fucking original is better? What the fuck, man? That doesn't make any sense. I would much rather prefer hokey fucking acting cutscenes where I have to hit the... Oh, I didn't hit the combination right, so I got stabbed in the stomach, and now I gotta do that all over again. And <laughs> that's my favorite part of the game. If that's your favorite part of the game, just quit <laughs> existing. Okay? Quit playing video games, because they're not for you, my guy. All right? You never matured, and you're a fucking moron. I love that, man. This is an incomplete game. It's bad voice actors, especially Ada, Krauser, and Merchant. Yeah, people are saying this. Merchant is bad. Huh? He doesn't sound exactly like he sounded. Are you fucking stupid? He literally says the same lines. That, that were famous from the last one. And he does and a he does fine job. And some of them are funny because you come busted into a room and you hear... <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> he makes this goofy little laugh. Some of my favorite lines are stuff that weren't even in he the original. He warns like you the before you you go past a point of no return. He's like, yeah. it'd, be a, it'd be a shame to think back and wonder what if, you know, or some shit like that. I love his line I about I miss herbs. it half the time. We but... love our herbs. Kill a man. You know, heal a man, kill a man. The way he delivers that line is so good. I, I don't understand these people. This has to be regurgitated nonsense from some YouTuber fucking hack that wants to just be not a part of the norm to get the views or some bullshit. Man, I really wanted the original, just better graphics. Hey, dumb fuck. You can do that. Though. Why don't you go do that with mods? The dialogue is trash. Are you playing this? So you, the original dialogue is trash. Leon's character is very boring and too serious. Dude, he's in the middle of a fucking forest in Spain with people trying to murder him and fucking spaghetti monsters popping out of their head. And you want him to act kooky and whimsical? You're fucking retarded. I don't know what else to say. Uh, no, they do a lot better job with, with Leon's character. He should be serious. His life is on the line. This is adult shit, okay? It's not hokey anime nonsense. Even anime has gotten more adult over the years. And I don't mean hentai. <laughs> Too many rendering delays, bugs, and a stressful AI. Rendering delays and bugs? Dude, these are your, this is computer problems you're having. I, I'm not, I'm not experiencing I what you're I saw someone the other day call RE engine an outdated engine. <laughs> yeah, not like Call of Duty or anything. Meanwhile, they can't wait for Skyrim. Starfield. <laughs> I too am retarded. Where is assignment Ada? Well, where do you fucking think it is? It's and why do you coming. care if you hate the game so fucking much? Where are the separate ways? What do you fucking think, dude? Have you been playing Resident Evil games for the past 10 years? Probably not. When did 4 come out? That's when I played. <laughs> that is an incomplete game. No, it's not. Those things were not part of the game. That was extra bullshit. That, honestly, looking back on Assignment Ada and Separate Ways... Separate Ways was good. Assignment Separate Ada Ways was, was fine. Shit. Assignment Ada was stupid. It was... Eh, whatever. You know? It's a whatever thing. The camera is too close to be fighting El Gigante. 
Oh. Yeah, I downloaded the RE Framework mod because it gives you a bunch of little tweaks like that where you can adjust the field of view. And it's, you can uh, do that in the options. Yeah, you can but this change can do field it, of view in the options. It doesn't really matter when you change that, though. Like the I don't maximum think it's an issue. It's, really it's pretty bad. They really the should. Water be. visual against Delago is. What are you mean? Yeah, look. Yeah, this is how you know he's just getting his talking points because you brought up that people are saying that the RE engine is outdated, and here he is just talking about the engine limitations. Like the water, the water is trash, bro. I I don't know what the fuck you want, dude. Like this ain't. Yeah, I mean, I agree. Too. It's still kind of trash, but it's way better <laughs> than the original. I don't give a fuck about water physics. I don't give a fuck about how good water looks. If it looks good enough to keep me immersed in the game, I'm fine with it. I'm not in VR. I'm man, it takes me out of my immersion. Yeah, so does your Coke bottle sitting next to the monitor, you dumb shit. Like, you have to have an acceptable degree of... Does this guy not watch any old shit? Man. Remember, remember all them old movies I used to watch that were great? Yeah, the ones that required you to, you know, suspend some disbelief. Just about all of them. Just watch any Steven Seagal movie. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> the most stupid thing is that in this game, you can kill Ash. They removed the word woman. Huh? <laughs> what? What does that even mean? Which makes it nonsense for censorship, and also they cut other iconic words. What do you mean they? What do you mean they removed the word "woman"? In on what? In what? That's the end of the review. He doesn't elaborate. <laughs> what do you mean? Huh? <laughs> What's it? What is it on Steam? Is it overwhelmingly positive? I mean, even with these fucking shit reviews. The game is like a 7.3 audience score. Listen, man, outlets gave them gave this shit a perfect 10 and uh, sorry, 100s. GameSpot gave it a 100. Gamer Sky 100. The Gamer 100. Game Pro Germany 93. GameSpew 90. Like, uh, there, there's all these. Like, <laughs> I, I, these people aren't real fans, man. I don't know how you can be a real fan of this be upset about it unless you were just intent on being upset from moment one because i'll give my review this game is a nine out of ten easy it only loses a point because there's a couple things like i don't like that there's weapon bloom on the crosshair and not every weapon can get the laser sight you know i'm not expecting the shotgun to have a laser sight or something like that but every pistol should have a laser sight on it. I don't give a fuck if the Red 9 technically can't have a fucking laser adapted to it. I don't give a fuck. It's a video game. Once I get the laser sight, it should be attachable to every fucking pistol. And, or just get rid of the bloom altogether. Like, I, mean, I don't be mind okay the with that. if you get rid it's, of the bloom. I'd be okay with that because they really nerf the handgun damage when you upgrade the, the blacktail on the Red 9. Like yeah, they're just trying. In the to original, give it, more it used to go usage. up to six point five on the Red Nine. Yeah, but that's an issue with the original, where they do that stuff back in the day with games, and still to some degree today, where for some fucking reason, like 
oh, we have to balance these guns and these guns are this way and this gun. Just make all the guns like they would be in real life. Effective at killing things. There's no damage value on bullets necessarily. They, you shoot them in the head, they die. Like It should just be about... The, the guns should have little quirks, like the compact should... The only thing the compact does different is that it takes up less space in the inventory. Or... or or different magazine sizes, like in real life, the difference between certain guns is going to be different magazine sizes. Uh, that's all that needs to be done. Otherwise, it's just personal fucking preference. Yeah, the Red 9 can get a stock on it. That makes it the most stable gun in the game. It doesn't need to do more damage than the Blacktail. Just have stuff like that, like the Punisher. The Punisher should just make it come well, with a laser. The thing is, in a lot I mean, of Resident Evil games, like that. your pistol just becomes a tool. It's not really made for killing. And that's I kind know. of the problem with this one is that after a while, you don't even stagger an enemy when you shoot him in the face. So it doesn't even work for what it's supposed to do. So well, at that point, it's like, like, well, what do I do? Scene. Do I go for the do I go for the crit chance or do I go for raw damage? Well, they do things like the Punisher. The Punisher has piercing, and I choose that over the Red Nine because I, simply because this is the real issue for me. I do not like the crosshair over the laser because when you get the laser, it takes out the bloom, and every time you shoot your shot, it goes exactly where that fucking laser dot is, and that's more important to me than maximum damage because if I want maximum damage, I'll just pull out my fucking sniper. And it's the only guns that do this bloom shit is the pistols. And I'm just saying they could have done without that. They could have had the gun quirks be different things, like how they have one of them does piercing damage. The other one's more of a compact. You know, just do that and have have the Red Nine's bonus be it's the most stable gun where you get no fucking hand jitters because it has a stock. And, you know, nine shots in the fucking magazine. And then the Blacktail could have been, hey, it takes up less space in your inventory, but has more bullets in it because of the magazine or something. It's whatever, man. They could do shit like that. The original gun has the most fucking magazine capacity. You can do things like that to make stuff valuable and a choice for people. Uh, that's that's what they should be doing. Instead of this funky ad, Because it leads to problems where I don't have to lead shit with the laser. It almost becomes like a... <laughs> A hit scan weapon, but then whenever you have the weapon bloom thing, I mean, it's sh I'm sure it's still probably hit scan, but the the having to lead targets in the shooting range, for example, is really yeah, that's weird. fucking ridiculous. Even <laughs> yeah, I don't even want to. Um, uh, the shooting range is probably the weakest element of this game, and one of the reasons why I brought the score down to a nine because it's optional. I mean, I don't. Really... It's okay. And it's optional, but that's kind of part of the reason. Like, the rewards are really lackluster. I feel like the charms should have been more powerful. There should definitely be charms that make have big changes to your gameplay style or something. Like, more ammo in your pistol. Or, uh, you know, just stuff like that would have been fine. Just You know, because they have, like, this gun... Make the gun do more damage. Pistols do more damage, you know. Make it valuable to me to have some of the more rare ones. Instead of just, and the craft, I don't have a problem with the crafting stuff, but I would say the crafting, instead of having a chance of getting a bonus, should just be, okay, you get 5% more bullets. You get 10% more bullets when crafting. Like, something like that, where it's an incremental thing based off rarity, and you can stack those up or something. Like, who cares if I'm getting a fuck ton of handgun ammo because I stack three together? 
If I want to do that, let me do that. You know, let me decide how to play the video game. I, I don't need to be handheld by a fucking developer in, in this modern age of gaming bullshit. And so the other aspect I would say to that is with the shooting range, there's a lot of difficulty involved for what feels like barely any reward. That's why I have a yeah. problem with the shooting range. Uh, and the shooting <laughs> range should, should be optional, fine, but it's supposed to be a fun little thing to do. Shoot some guns, get some feel for it, perfect the gun gameplay. I like how they do a lot of the stuff like this one's the, the Punisher. So the focus of this is to, you know, learn how to pierce through targets and shit like that. That's cool. But then it gets just fucking ridiculous with the requirements and then the reward is nothing. Like if you're going to have the shit be so fucking hardcore, god damn, give me some good rewards. Like the fucking Polecaster is just crazy shit. The, the speed at which those fucking bolts fly is so fucking slow and you got to lead yeah, so it's much. It's a one second lead for a target that's four feet away. I mean, honestly, the bolt caster. I'm not exaggerating. Like a, it should have been like a 1A, 1B type situation and it should have been a really easy one to do. The bolt caster should not have been a late game. Oh man, you got to be really good with this weapon. Nobody uses the bolt caster unless they're putting fucking mines on it anyways, which is another negative in this game. The bolt caster without mines on it should have been one-shot kills to the head if the enemy doesn't know you're there. It should have been the stealth weapon. If you're going to put stealth in the game, which I understand, there's people that don't like the stealth element, fine, don't use it. But some people like the stealth element. I used it once or twice and then really didn't go back to it again. I understand that you could probably focus on it and try to really stealth the whole area to some degree. I mean, it's not crazy levels of stealth, but you know, you might get one or two kills off with it. But if you had the bolt caster do an actual one shot, you need kills, to increase your speed considerably while stealth in order for it to be fun. Well, for melee, really like sure. But I'm just saying the bolt caster should have been the stealth weapon, and you just limit it by saying you can only carry six fucking bolts or something. I don't know. Make the, make the bolt caster slower to reload instead of having a bunch. It just, it's really weird to have this slow, th this, uh, this thing that only loads three shots and then it takes more than three shots to kill something. Like, it, it, the whole point of having a bow or a crossbow in a game typically is that it's silent and very deadly, but there's a lot of drop to it. That's the give and take, right? There's a lot of drop to the shot, so you got to be more skilled with it. And it takes a long time to reload. Those are the give and takes, which you have to have in a game dynamic. It, it doesn't make any sense that they think, oh, it's silent. And it takes, a, like, who cares if it's fucking silent? If I got to shoot the guy in the back of the head four fucking times. He's already yelled, Mateo, and everybody's coming. <laughs> They're all named Mateo. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just... Yeah, but those are my only complaints about this game. There's no problems graphically. I don't have a problem with any of the graphics in this game. I think if you have a problem with graphics in this game, you need to grow the fuck up. You got a serious issue with yourself. Are people? You know, is that really what people are complaining about? I haven't seen people complain about the graphics. Like I read with that review about the water and shit. Who fucking cares? The water looks good enough. You, <laughs> you gotta know, come away from that shit. It looks better than disorder. the original. You have a <laughs> right? mental disorder so, if that's a problem for you if you have a if, if it's a problem for you that the water isn't fucking amazing you have a mental problem you have a mental disorder that's all i could fucking imagine is like you have conditioned yourself to think that that's what matters the most and it, who fucking cares we play video games today that look like shit like fucking phasmophobia looks like shit 
And it's one of the most popular games out there because the gameplay loop is fun. It doesn't matter what the fuck it... The guy, I mean, is that is this guy just swearing off games like Phasmophobia or is he a dishonest cunt who's letting have Phasmophobia have a pass with their noodle arms you know, like and wonky bullshit? Butthurt. But then giving this game a negative score because the water doesn't look fucking Avatar 2 level, man. I saw Avatar 2 and I was like, wow, look at that water. And now everything's got to look like that. Meanwhile, he's over here fucking jerking himself off with his friend in a closet while the fucking ghost hunts him or some shit. Just giving it a pass. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm assuming maybe he doesn't like phasmophobia because the grant. In which case, he's a fucking, you're a snobby person. You're like a fucking rich person. Like, I only eat the caviar because it's the best tasting of the egg. Meh. I will not eat a California roll because it's not actually from Japan. I prefer nigiri. Whoa. <laughs> Say that again. He's saying the N-word over there. I'm just saying. I think it's pretty stupid complaint to have. Everything else is pretty good. I mean, this fixes a lot of the problems I have with Resident Evil 4. Mainly that it doesn't feel like a Resident Evil game. It feels like an action game. This fixes a lot of that. And, you know... There's some things that it could do without that are just homages or homages. They're like, there's a lot of stuff they kept in the game that they probably didn't need to or shouldn't have, in my opinion, but they did for the fans. You know, they obviously did that kind of stuff for the, like the roundhouse kicking and shit like that. And the suplex it's, it's fucking over the top shit. And they kept it in because the fans, so they clearly give a fuck. If you're a fan of this game series and you go into this and you say that this is a crap com trying to just make money, you're a dishonest fucking cunt because they clearly I did mean, a lot of shit. I mean, they're all trying to make money. I don't know why people use that as an argument. Well, they have to make money to make the next one. <laughs> These assholes like are trying games. to make money by making a, the shittiest game possible. <laughs> yeah, that's not what they're doing. <laughs> These are Japanese people we're talking about, okay? They'll commit seppuku if the game fails. Factual. Yeah, they take that shit seriously, dude. People like you are killing Japanese people every day. <laughs> <laughs> Murderer. Murderer. I don't know. That's all I got to say about Resident Evil. I'll let you guys say the rest because, I mean, everything else is just great. It's like Resident Evil 2, but longer with good set pieces and the gameplay is great and... I've given my only complaints to it. It's 9 out of 10. Uh, it's contender for game of the year up there with uh, Hogwarts Legacy, and we'll see about anything else. All right, Monty, you go next. What? About what? <laughs> Your Resident Evil 4 review from someone who never played the original. Uh, you know, I avoided the original because I... Well, okay. The people don't. <laughs> people don't. I avoided the original because I was a diehard fan of the fixed cameras. And mm. I just wasn't, I, I didn't buy into the whole over-the-shoulder thing. Now that it's more normal nowadays, I guess it's better now. Uh, but I, I liked it. You know, it wasn't a bad game. Uh, the story was decent and the gameplay was fine i mean it was good 
I mean, I don't know. You know I mean? It was a fun game. You know, I, I've beaten it twice now. I'll probably go for a third playthrough. Why the hell yeah, not? Why not? So it's the it's a fun game to try to hundred percent. You know, these games are really good at that. Capcom has found a system. Yeah. It's kind of an accident at first. And then they leaned into it. Yeah. I don't know what you got to say, longtime fan of Resident Evil. I would give it a ten out of eleven. Feels like my score, but okay, go ahead. Well, IGN and shit are like, oh, you got a 10 out of 10. And then everyone's like, does that mean it's perfect? And then they have to come out and be like, no, it doesn't mean it's perfect. No game is perfect. So I reserve 11 for a literally perfect game that'll never come out. It's a 10 out of 11. Mm-hmm. So good, I'm playing it right now. <laughs> professional speedrunning his own rules on the podcast <laughs> yeah well there's a lot of shit i right. wanted to say and i didn't want to forget so overall they do a lot better job with the pacing like the first one seems like you spend a lot of time in the village and then you get put in this weird castle slash red carpeted plastered walled home thing <laughs> like the weirdest fucking set in a resident evil game is that castle now it actually feels like a castle. And then you're there for a while. And then they bring you kind of to the mines and the lab with Luis. So there's someone else there shooting things. And they did it the right way. They did it like they did in Revelations, where you have a partner who can't die, but doesn't really do any damage. And I'm fine with that. He just acts as a distraction. You don't have to fucking babysit him. So that was cool. And then the island section... They brought back Helicopter Mike, and you're right, it is a southern accent. I think I tuned him out after he said his name. He's like, hi, my name is Matt, <laughs> over that radio. So that's why I thought it was still a New York accent. I don't know, whatever. Intercom. He didn't need to be in Attached it. to his helicopter. It's just, it's not fun, that part. I guess I'll get to that. Um, but they make the island actually feel more like a lab and less like Guantanamo Bay. <laughs> you know, like it's... Not really fun to be there in the fourth one, but... Yeah, I noticed that. That was pretty interesting. You get to see, like, all the beginnings of the Plagas research. Yeah, and they go into all that shit. You still do a... You still ride a jet ski at the end. <laughs> so, it's still not a fan of that, but it's quick, it's easy. It doesn't really get in the way. Um. So, let's see. Gameplay. Uh, I like... I mean, of course, I wish that there was an infinite uh, knife and there is one you just have to unlock it but uh, I like the new knife mechanic shit because it kind of keeps you a reason to keep picking shit up because Resident Evil 4 really turned into an arcade shooter once you got like infinite ammo and stuff or just too much ammo and stuff because then you would just run through the game and not pick anything up there was no reason to spend money you can't store shit so if you have everything you need in your inventory then you're kind of all good um, so by making, you know, knives have durability and your vest have durability, they kind of keep that economy flowing and gives you a reason to pick shit up and actually play the game and not just murder everything. Um, the guns feel good. I kind of wish there was a laser on everything, even though I wasn't really a fan of the laser <laughs> when the original first came out. For the same reason, the crosshair thing. They tried to bring that Resident Evil 2 kind of thing into it, where if you sit still and don't move, it gets 
it shrinks down. And that kind of works, but you need to move a lot more in this game, so it kind of doesn't. So you're mostly taking shots with an open crosshair. It's mostly fine. Uh, the shotguns are good. I'm glad they made the riot the riot gun the way to go, and not the uh, not the striker because the striker sucks. I kind of felt bad using it in the original because it was <laughs> just really that much better, and I didn't like using it. <clears throat> but in this one, the the riot gun's good. Pops hedge consistently. Got a good spread. And I kind of like how they really they gave rifles a reason to exist, right? Like they couldn't just give it outright damage but they gave them all the three times multiplier if you hit a weak point so that original you know the bolt action rifle is actually like i'm still using it it's a mini magnum if you can oh, yeah. hit weak points because it does great to pull out when well i can't tell you pop. right now yeah and i just always leave the uh the thermal scope on it yeah because it always I'm shows a big fan of it but whatever i mean i don't like how it looks but it uh really Sometimes makes targets easier to out. see but it's so fucking big in your inventory. Yeah, well, you know. What are you going to do? But yeah, that thing does like 30-something damage because you get the exclusive bonus where it gets double damage, and then you multiply that by three when you hit a weak point. But I'm still using that. I haven't even tried the TMP or the, the bolt thrower, except for in the, in the shooting range. Um, I mean, I don't really like the shooting range in the first place. I'm glad they decided to make it better. Like, I'm, I think it's better in the game than having being cut altogether. And it's kind of good that you get rewards that you don't really need because I don't feel so bad about skipping them. Mm -hmm. What else? Let's see, where am I now? I'm playing professional. I'm at the... the at, right after the village main set piece thing yeah, and i just and i found better? out it's not on any level <laughs> there's nothing better about the original <laughs> when you compare any given thing from the original to the to the remake i mean name one thing i'll tell you what's better <laughs> ashley graham better <laughs> okay you got me still not great but definitely much better first of all they take I mean, ashley away from you more often which is great that's probably why all these fucking losers hate the game. Uh, I want Ashley there. What about you three not existing in the game as a boss fight? What? The U3. <laughs> What's the U3? U3 is the name of that fucking monster that you got to drop all the fucking things. That's its technical name. What drop you know. all what things? Uh, it's like the the suspended in the original, the suspended uh, platforms or whatever, and you get to the end of it and drop it and then go to the next one and drop that one, and then it drops with it. But surprise, it's not dead. And you got to fight it on that ledge. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like, <laughs> fuck that. What do you think about that not being in the game and more than likely being something in separate ways when it comes out? I mean, I don't think it needs to come back at all. I mean, the, that part was fucking ridiculous in the original. I mean, it was all ridiculous, but that's the point. That was one of those things in that game where you're like, oh, fuck, this boss fight's coming up. Shit. Mm. And it made no sense. You were suspended in the fucking air in a giant cage maze 
For no reason. For no fucking reason. Other than like, oh, we keep this thing contained. Like in this maze. <laughs> well, if it gets out, it'll just fall. Like, what the fuck? Well, that clearly didn't work. <laughs> but then they like drop the thing one section at a time. Like it makes none of that makes sense. It's a purging area, obviously. Should I purge it and drop it down to the chasm where the monster ends up escaping from and attacking you anyway? No, yeah, it's fucking it was, stupid. And then the whole fight is like, like, hey, circle room. circle around this rock. And also open these gates and circle around this tunnel. <clears throat> and that's it. Stop, shoot, run, stop, yeah, shoot. It's not run. an amazing boss fight. People need and to He's get a older. fucking bullet sponge. I mean, I mean I, I, ah, these fucking people. This is why I didn't look, man, because I can't deal with it. These people. Bitch, I'm gonna kill you. I brought it to your doorstep. Yeah. Like, well, I mean, I'm going to keep playing it for a little while. Uh, well, I shouldn't have played a second standard run. That was my problem. I was like, let me let me collect money and acquire shit in a second standard run. And I really didn't buy anything. I just accumulated coins. <laughs> so now, now I'm just, you know, buying shit I don't need. But eventually, you know, because we can store weapons, I'm going to have one of every weapon. I can't wait to accumulate everything and forget how the game is played and then go back and try to get an S plus run <laughs> professional with uh, no bonus weapons. I don't know. I might be, I forget. See, even I get confused. I don't know if you can use bonus weapons to get an S plus run. I think you can't use bonus weapons to get the hand cannon, but then you can use the hand cannon. Whatever. Mm. Uh -huh. So, the weapons, I think they did a really good job of, like, kind of keeping the same strengths and weaknesses that they all had in the original without uh, without ruining some of them. Like, they, it looks like they took the damage of everything and kind of scaled it down so that the Red Nine isn't, like, the must-pick anymore. And, like, the bolt action only does more damage if you hit a weak point and all that stuff. TMP I can't really speak to because... The what's the point the tmp if if it doesn't fucking stun in one hit then what's the fucking point of using it yeah because they give you ammo for it all over the place yeah the tmp is really one of those problems with old games it's really one of those things where it shows the failure of old games uh that are clearly superior to modern product like <laughs> and you kind of see this in the video game regression where you know you have the early 2000s and the 90s where games just yeah, they're nostalgic and they were good to some degree, but there were a lot of stupid decisions like the TMP existing when you had like, oh, you want a TMP? Well, why would I want that when I have a pistol, a shotgun, and a sniper rifle? They all do the things that I need them to do. What's the fucking point of a TMP? I don't need room clear. That's what the shotgun's for. I, I can alternate between that and the pistol, and the sniper rifle takes out enemies from range or deals with high damage situations. Maybe a hand cannon to put a boss down really quickly. Sure, all right. But the TMP is just fucking useless. It's blatantly useless, and there's a way to fix it to where it's not useless, but they didn't do that, and here they didn't do it as well because they're trying to just... They're basically just putting it in because it existed in the old game. You see games like Call of Duty make this mistake where there's this stupid balancing act with, with guns that just really shouldn't exist. It should just... If I want a TMP, it should be on par with all the other automatic weapons 
and the the benefit should be that I have more bullets in the magazine. That's the prime benefit of any gun with large magazines. People do not buy large magazines just because. They buy large magazines for a situation where they don't want to have to reload often. So if you buy a drum for a shotgun, for example, the point of that is more shots downrange before I have to reload. And it's still a shotgun. It's still going to perform just as well as a Remington uh, or something like that, like a pump action or a double barrel, with the difference, of course, being that my shotgun's better because I don't have to reload as often. That's the benefit. So if you want to have a benefit in a video game when it comes to something like that, well, it should still... The, you don't have to counterbalance it with inaccuracy because then all you've done is weakened the gun. If the whole point of the gun is it has more bullets, but then it also is more or less accurate than the other guns, well, what's the fucking point of me taking it? Who gives a fuck when accuracy matters the most? It's a survival shooter game. It's not fucking Call of Duty. And Call of Duty at least can get away with it a little bit because, you know, you're supposed to be blasting people downrange. Not necessarily in multiplayer because every bullet counts when DPS is a factor for time to kill. But in like a PvE situation, if there was like a single player mode for Call of Duty, yeah, all the guns have different variabilities to them because whatever, fun, excitement, yeah. But in a game like Resident Evil, like, oh man, you get 60 shots in the TMP. Oh, that's cool. That means I don't have to carry around an ammunition slot and I can carry 60 bullets that would normally take up a pistol, for a pistol, it'd take up, you know, whatever's in the magazine plus... 50 bullets on this stack and then what you know probably not 10 bullets here because of the loaded magazine but still the the point still stands with the tmp i'm not wasting a fucking inventory space for those uh extra 50 bullets that aren't in my pistol so the idea should be that that's the whole point behind it that's why i would want to bring that over a pistol and you know you could say that the the benefit there you know, you got to have some kind of give and take. Yeah, true. Uh, you could you could do that in the form of uh, damage, but making some kind of arbitrary accuracy thing never feels good to a player, I don't think. Like, it just... Because I'm aiming the gun, and then the character's waving all around. That never feels good in a video game. Um, I know it's trying to simulate real life fucking... It's not like that in real life, man. I mean... Just, well, just yeah, there's your, you have your own inaccuracies when you're trying your to aim up. at shit. If you just grab your phone or some some object and and hold it up with one hand, you'll see how your hand kind of has some jitters. But when you grab it with your other hand, that kind of goes away quite a bit, quite a bit. Having a second hand steady your your weapon, you're gonna you're gonna barely have jitters. And then if you include a stock in that situation, that's the whole point of a stock. Is it cuts down even further on any kind of jitters and at that point the level of twitch that you have in your hand isn't going to matter unless you're trying to make a shot at like 200 300 meters with that weapon and that's when like breathing and shit like that comes into play when you're like shooting far shots with any weapon even a rifle uh but with a tmp and a pistol the ranges you're looking at aren't those ranges you're looking at sub 100 meter ranges and it's not going to matter how much you're not going to sway enough to make it feel like the shit like this game. 
<laughs> the amount of sway is crazy, dude. <laughs> it's fucking crazy. Like he's just like what is he on fucking speed or something? Like what is going on there? It doesn't make any sense. So you can have the bullets do a little bit less damage if you want to do your damage thing and your give and takes in that regard. But I think again, the system that should exist in this game is not a damage modifier on weapons. It's outside of like a hand cannon and a oh you can uh, reload and sprint at the same pistol, time obviously. amazing <laughs> i think a good and you you can switch weapons without being in the inventory that's also amazing uh, yep. that's great but i would say that this this game should lean more towards the little nuance things that the guns do like the piercing and heavier magazines and shit like that and when it comes to the SMG versus pistol dynamic, that's what it should be. It should be same damage, but bigger magazines. Uh, maybe a little less accurate. Maybe a little less accurate, and that's about it. I mean, I would say that accuracy isn't really the goal of the TMP in the first place. It's meant to be like, they really think it's meant to be like a room clearing thing. But again, you already have shotguns to do that. So well, you it's also pretty good for bosses. Free. It's just managing all that ammo. Yeah, it eats through ammo really fast, ironically, because you can't shoot single shots with it. Uh, that's what the SMG should be. Nobody, nobody in real life is buying an SMG for the purpose of like, oh man, this is so I can clear a room. You'd get an <laughs> AR-15 for that or something like that. <laughs> You're buying an SMG because it it's a compactor, it's a more compact weapon to a to a, a rifle, uh, and it holds way more bullets than a pistol does. That's it. It's just as accurate. It's just as if not more because you can put a stock on it. I mean, you could probably put a stock on a pistol, but the ATF might get a little upset. Yeah. So, anyways, <laughs> I guess that's it for Resident Evil. Um, I'm sure I'll come up with something else as I'm playing it. No, it's really I, good. I really hope they. And I'm surprised five. that I like it this much. Like this might be the best remake from them so far, and it's from the game I probably like the least. Yeah, that's impressive. I, I agree with that because uh, it, the limitation of Resident Evil 2 remake is locations. Yeah, you go underground and into a sewer in a laboratory, but it feels very confined. This one feels like uh, different. Like you start off in that village. And it's very drab and it's very dark and kind of spooky. And then you end up in the castle. It's like, this is fucking cool. Is it that, you know, it's similar to the same vibe as village where you're out in that shitty shoddy village and you go into the castle. Yeah, after playing this, there's really no it. reason to play village ever again after playing this. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. And then eventually you end up in some old laboratory. Like the, the best part shit. about village was the castle because they had a castle that was actually kind of a castle. But now this has a better castle. Yeah. <laughs> so. I, I guess it's all about the castle and more diversity and enemies and, and just interesting shit all, all around. Um, whereas resident evil two remake really just had a couple types of enemies, you know, it had your zombie and then you had, uh, well, you had a, uh, you had your dogs and you had your, your lurkers or whatever. Why am I saying lurkers? lurkers? That's yeah. Lickers. Lurkers of StarCraft, sorry. And then you had uh, fucking uh, Hunters. And that that's really it, aside from Tyrant. But here, it's nice because you have 
a wide variety of enemies. Um, both, not you know, you have the the things that jump on the people's. I like the kind of changes that they've done. I'm pretty sure that wasn't in the original, where the guys, the little monster creatures, will jump on their backs and make them go crazy. You know. Yeah, they were kinda, just easier to kill. Them. They were easier to kill. Them. Well, I they remember really they never came out of Maybe their that head. was five. I'm thinking of. I don't know. I, I remember you'd you'd shoot their head, and these things would come crawling out, and now you'd have these crawling enemies to deal with. But I don't remember if they would jump on the backs of enemies and make them go berserker mode. There's just a lot of a lot of cool things they've done. Um, with a lot of the different enemy types, I'll say the only thing that should have existed more was the big mouthed ones. You know, the ones that had the big fucking mouths you had to shoot into that can insta kill you you wanted more uh, of those yeah because they're slow anyways i just saw very very few of those compared to the spaghetti noodles the spaghetti noodles were way too common in my opinion uh and that you know to be fair the ones with the big gaping mouths they barely move around after they transform that's because the way i think you're supposed to deal with them is just be patient until they open their mouth right so yeah. You can't really do that when you're surrounded by enemies. And if they put too many of them, you're just, there's nothing you can do to piss away all your ammo, shooting them in the body. I or will something. say that the, they did a really good job with the, the regenerators. It's regenerator. It's an American. <laughs> uh, uh, they did a really good job with the regenerators because they, um, man, they do. Re it's really good because they're, they're really ruthless. They're quick on you. you know, in the original, I just remember running past and being like, what the fuck ever. And this one, like, <laughs> how they'll just, like, crawl on the ground towards you is really good. Yeah. It, it, they're just up your ass constantly. You can't, it feels like you can't get away from them. Which yeah, is good. which it is good because you're, you, that's what you want so you can use your rifle. Yeah. So it makes sense that they try to get really close to you. Yeah, it's also it also gives the enemy uh, a strength to it, like because you've been going through the game so much at that point, nothing really bothers you, nothing spooks you too much. I mean, there's still atmosphere, but none of the enemies are getting the best of you because you've gotten so good at dealing with them, and then suddenly comes along this regenerator, and it's like, my God, like knowing, especially in the beginning when you don't have a way to kill them, like right at the start of oh yeah, them and, and shit, that part's like, usually kind of a joke. Because he could just run by him, but not this time. Oh man, really dangerous. I mean, yeah, you can you can parry them and shit, and their arms will lop off and stuff, but they still keep coming, man. They'll drop on the ground and then just leap at you with a leap attack, and I mean, you end up going through a knife pretty quick. If you don't have, they, you gotta have some knives to deal with the regenerators, man. Even when you get the sniper rifle scope, it's still they're still so aggressive that it's hard to Yeah, it is harder to shots. hit because they it's I don't know, they made the hitboxes hit more accurate yeah. and it's not like, you know, yeah. bungee levels of bullet magnetism. Right. Yeah, that's a little difficult and you know, you're limited on your shots for a sniper rifle, so it can get bad. I mean, that <clears throat> you get rewarded for killing them, you get nice little gems and shit. That's pretty good. Yeah, you always get something. I like the gem system. We didn't mention that. But I like how yeah. it's not so much like this goes with this and you have to collect them all. You like it's kind of leaves it up to you. How do you want to spend your gems? There's a bit of a value system. To it. I mean, obviously there's like the best things, but you know, you don't always have the best options. Yeah. And eventually you're just going to stock up on the other gems. It's like, well, might as well use them. Right. But I think it's a good system. It's simple enough. 
It's actually simpler because there's less shit to pick up, so you don't feel so shitty when it's like, why are they giving me this? <laughs> it's like they could have just given me money because they give me money all the fucking time, but well, now they're really going to give me other forms too. of money. It's really obvious, too, because in the original, you might pick something up and it's like, oh, this is cool, and it's got some inlay areas on it. Whatever. I'll sell it. Ah, cool. And if you don't know any better, you'll probably end up going, ah, shit. I was supposed to. I could I can combine these. How many things have I not been combining? But this one from the get-go just tells you and lets you understand. It's very new player friendly. And I know there's a lot of hard asses out there that will probably be like, I don't like that. It's like, what do you mean you don't like that, dude? You already know. You already fucking know. You're just pissed off that other people aren't in the know? Like, what are you talking about? What, what are you, some kind of sycophant that likes gets off on people seeing GoatSea.com or something like that? Jesus. G-O-A-T-S-E dot com. I mean, <laughs> Don't the go fuck? there. <laughs> Did you just find that randomly? <laughs> no, I'm just saying, like, what kind of sick, twisted person gets off on people seeing things like Tub Girl for the first time just because they had to see it, you know? T-U-B-G-I-R-L dot <laughs> com. <laughs> oh, whatever. I think we've talked enough about Resident Evil 4 extensively. I think we've talked about it for about an hour. Uh, well, I mean, what else is there to talk about, really? Well, you know, fucking Diablo 4 and people are treating it like it's something that it isn't. And that's really weird. I keep seeing these clips of people like Asmongold, which I, I like the guy. I watch his videos. I don't want to come off as somebody that doesn't like Asmongold. But my God, the amount of clips that I see where it's just like, the other day I saw a video of this guy and he's putting out a lot of short clips now and it's like him watching Diablo and it's like titled I know what class I'm playing in Diablo 4 or what is 4 yeah all of them huh? it's, a bar it's a barbarian and he's like look at this crit and the barbarian crits for 300,000 and, and I'm just sitting here thinking what like what does that mean if you don't know the, what? the... relative like to what, what? Dude, my fucking demon hunter in Diablo 3 crits for like 6 mil. I mean, it gets up to like 20 mil and shit for people. What are you Has this guy played Diablo before? I don't know. People keep talking about this game like it's supposed to be an MMO. Like, man, look at the DPS on this fucking assassin. And he's just getting like 3,000 damage per second. Like, what the fuck are you talking about, man? This is Diablo. That's nothing. Those are rookie numbers, man. <laughs> These people are out here playing a beta and like treating it like it's the finalized game and there's any value to take away from it. Listen, let me help you people understand something. Diablo is not an MMO. I know that they're doing like some kind of instant shit and there's a little bit of open world aspect where you'll run into players outside of instancing and be able to do like raid bosses and shit, whatever the fuck that means. Yeah. That's not what this game is. That's just a little quirk they're adding in to get a little bit of loot here. Here's what that's going to be. You're going to be playing with your friends. You're going to go into a non-instanced area where there's going to be a couple other losers running around. Some big-ass fucking boss is going to be in the middle of a map somewhere. The map's going to be pointing for you to go there. And you're going to ignore it because you've killed it six fucking times. And you're trying to get to the story with your friends again. Or you're going to go up to it because it's your first, second, third time. You're going to fight the thing for an incredibly unnecessary amount of fucking time. Just to see maybe some loot drop for you that you want to get. And you're either going to disenchant it. Or you're going to fucking equip it for five levels. 
that's all it's going to be, and you're never going to see those people again. It's, it's not some game. It's not a game changer. Okay, the benefit to Diablo two, Diablo four being so interesting is some of the mechanics they're adding and like the whole discoverability that they kind of that was made popular by games like Elden Ring and shit like that in recent times. I mean, that's existed in other games, but it never got the credit that it deserved until now. Like, people don't understand. The reason why you like Elden Ring is the same reason why you should like Dark Souls. Because discoverability, exploration, and interest. Like, it's really nice to be able to look somewhere and then eventually go there. Yeah, and they actually do that in Resident Evil 4, too. I mean, I wanted to mention oh, that. Yeah, Very yeah. Dark Souls-y shit. The, it doesn't, the, the GameCube version felt like you were walking into a crater that they've populated with, you know... Here's building A and building B. No personality, just boop, plop you in an arena. I agree. I had a lot of times that I felt like I was playing a Dark Souls game because, you know, Resident Evil's got that kind of Japanese-y music to it, and it's got that similar to Dark Souls kind of sounding music and, and atmosphere to it. So I, you know, there's a couple of times where I was like, man, I want to play Dark Souls. That's why I like Dark Souls. <laughs> Big RPG Resident Evil with yeah. swords. <laughs> <laughs> and a lot of bullshit. And a lot of bullshit. A lot of, it's really just if you take the Spencer Mansion and expand it, you have gotta, Dark Souls. I gotta say, if these these people, man, if you think that Diablo Four is gonna be anything other than Diablo Three with new shit, you're out of your fucking mind. This is not a game changer. There's nothing they've announced that's major beyond Diablo Three. You get a mount. There's some discoverability dungeons that aren't just in your face. They're kind of like there. Okay. It's still going to be based off of a storyline that you're going to run multiple times on different difficulties to get loot. And there's going to be... that's They've already resolved the whole system. They're going to use what they were using with seasonal content to come over. It's not going to be some game-changing video game that takes up years of your life unless you're one of those people that somehow commits themselves to one single game for an X period of time. And this is the one you've been waiting for. That niche already... Okay, if that's you, fine. Great. Good for you. But the average person, you're going to play this for a couple weeks and be done with it. Some people are going to play it for a couple months and be done with it. And most people like us are going to play it for a little bit, stop, come back to it again. Just shit like that. That's what it's going to be. This is not a game changer. So stop treating it like it's a fucking MMO, people. Speaking of MMOs, by the way. World of Warcraft. Blizzard's <laughs> actually out here making World of Warcraft good. Uh, I don't believe you. Again. Good again. They're, it's it's a uh, ma'a <laughs> making as <laughs> making Azeroth great again. Maga, you can do it that way. I don't know. <laughs> so, one of the problems that people have with you, you get this thing with like the old classic of you think you do but you don't, and all these gamers were like, "Well, we do." It's like, yeah, but you don't. <laughs> like, you really don't. You know when uh when. Wrath of the Lich King came out uh, classic. They took out the group finder, and people don't like that. <laughs> people don't like that. And then, of course, they don't like that. Group finder is a good thing. That's why it's so popular. Yeah, in retail. Only the Blizzard community would fucking bitch and moan about quality of life features. Take it out. It's a quality of life feature. Well, <laughs> well they, they want it in the game, but these elitist fucking streamers and shit are like, no, we don't want it. And then Blizzard doesn't put it in the game because I don't know who the fuck's in charge making that stupid decision. But I gotta say, like, it's a, a, I got a little glint of, like, uh, 
possibility in my eye with what's gone on lately. Of course, Chris Metzen has come back to work on World of Warcraft. He's the guy that, you know, he's the lore master. He's the Tolkien of World of Warcraft. So that's really nice. Um, because the direction of the storyline has kind of gone in a weird direction since he left. I don't know how much he laid out or whether it was bullet points or what, but something that people don't understand and what made Vanilla WoW really good, it's not what they think it is. It's not that you had to sit for two hours to have a fucking conversation with some fucking, hey man, we need one more fucking person, man. We got three rogues sitting here and we just need that <laughs> fucking healer. Like, it's not like, does anybody want to be like that? For BRD, I need BRD to get my fucking tier point five shoulders, man, so I can start running. Meanwhile, it's like forward. we we have hired a warlock who will join the group to summon and then leave, and then we're gonna bring in another rogue. <laughs> We've been sitting here for three hours. We can get you here in five seconds. Just please, for the love of Christ. I've already got a mage that made me a bunch of water in my bags. I'm carrying it for the healer. <laughs> like, dude, I I swear to God, like. That nobody wanted that. Like it, it might seem good to you because you didn't have a job and you had nothing else to do with your fucking day, but sit at that fucking computer. Like you, <laughs> I, I don't get it. I don't know how I did it. Sitting on a fucking bridge in Ironforge for six hours. My God. I mean, at its peak of vanilla, at the peak of vanilla, doing Nax forty in a progression guild on our server, that was one of the top guilds. Uh, it was the top alliance guild, and the other top guild was a horde guild. I mean, I'm one of three people on our server that had the claymore of unholy might and took that shit into arenas in the pre-patch and just dominated people before any of that talent changes, or not talent changes went through, but uh, before a lot of the, the I mean, because it's always a little underbalanced and overpowered in those situations. We would just fucking wreck people, me and my paladin buddy, Ghost Hog. It just wreck people because me and him had the claymore of any holy might. The only person that had it was a horde character beyond the two of us. And you know, my daily routine was wake up, rum tum tubers. How many times are you gonna hear this story? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. wake up, get on my computer, to hit, go to ways. the raid, go to the fucking raid. Hope I'm not having lag issues or anything like that. Uh sit in a raid for four to six hours you know clearing the whole raid clearing old raids clearing the whole raid for next this is every day if we weren't clearing an old raid and then going to it was like okay let's do molten core boom we did, knocked out molten core for whatever or blackwing layer for whatever fine or aq for whatever zulgarub zulamon whatever the fuck was on the table i don't think zulamon was out until uh bc or something but whatever was on the table and then we go, bam! Okay, let's go to uh, fucking Nax and, and clear a wing. To clear the plague wing. And that shit took forever back then, man. Like, killing trash was so... I'd fall asleep! <laughs> okay, because I was a warrior, so I'd be falling asleep because I'd barely got any sleep the night before because after the raid's over, I got a hundred golden armor repairs. And that was hard as fuck to make a hundred gold back then. I'd spend the whole rest of the day trying to far farming out the materials and need run thumb tubers, shadow protection potions, regular potions, grave moss, that kind of shit. And then I'd have to get on my friend's rogue just to go to Fellwood and grind out for fell cloth drops that I could sell in the auction house for a pretty penny 
just so I'd have enough fucking gold to repair all my gear to do that shit again the next day. That was it. No alarm clocks, nothing. Sleep for four hours, wake up, do it again. That was it, man. Does that sound fun? <laughs> Fuck no. <laughs> it doesn't sound fun. The reason why it was fun is because we had nothing else to do, A, and B, the most important aspect of it, and this is what makes games like Phasmophobia real good, but not good anymore. This is why games like Valheim are failing. You can say all you want. Valheim was good. I liked it. The way you think it's fucking player bases right now. This is why games like Phasmophobia are going to fail because the developers got too big headed and think, oh, big giant patches is the way to go. No, small incremental patches is the way to go. That's what they did in vanilla. Every fucking time. Oh, guess what, guys? Here's a patch. Oh, what's in the patch? Is it a brand new big raid? No, it's just a dungeon. It's just a dungeon and some changes with some content. Oh, isn't that nice? Dire Mall? Moradin? Wow, look at these random dungeons we're adding in that are relevant and good and enjoyable and it's content to do. And then Blizzard got this weird notion in their mind that they should only be releasing fucking updates that are a point X, like a X point X update only. We don't do triple digits, man. <laughs> like, what? Yeah, man, this is 7.1, 7.2, 7.3, and next expansion, 8.0. Three fucking content patches for $14.99 every fucking month. Three, three content patches. How much money is that? How how many months tell you you're really paying $60 for a content patch? Because if you think about it, the whole point of a monthly subscription is that it's constantly being updated. You're paying for that update. Otherwise, why the fuck are you paying these people to sit around and do what exactly? Stuff everything into one fucking content patch that's that can't be too big because then it's going to take people forever to download it and insert nonsensical bullshit. So you got $14 in this month, or $15, $30 in this month. You're four months in and you're at $60 you've paid these people and what do you got out of it? Now you've already paid $60 for the expansion. So now you're back to $60 four months later that you paid for this fucking game and you still have no fucking content patch added. And then later, and then what happens two months later? You're fucking... $90 in and they release a content patch that has a raid in it. Guys, we added a raid. <laughs> wow! Slow <Whoa>. down! <laughs> Holy shit! No, that's not what it's supposed to be. You're supposed to be incrementally adding stuff. Stop hoarding shit for big updates and put stuff out as you make it. Constantly, you should have your art team working on new items that are Constantly going in. Hey guys, here's patch X point X point X. All we added was some cosmetic items and maybe a quest line or two. Yeah, that's fine. At least it makes me feel like I'm getting value for my money, even though I'm probably not if I used a calculator, but still, I'm getting some value out of it. You could say that some of that money is used for running servers, even though I'm only using one of them, but whatever. It should probably be like $5 a month or maybe 10 tops, but whatever. Capitalist society that I love, by the way. Except Here's the I thing. Except I Here's the thing. Blizzard released a content patch on March 21st called Patch 10.0.7. And it's not just a small con. They added a brand new fucking island off to the off the edges of the current fucking content area. 
yeah, that island was already there as the as the evoker starting area, but you couldn't go to it, or there was no purpose of going to it. Now you go there, and there's an entire fucking storyline with quests and and your main quests and side quests to fill out the whole area to go back there and figure shit out in preparation for the next raid that will take place in that area, which will be patch ten point one, which they're already doing on the PTR. The PTR already has ten point one content on it being data mined and, and tested out. But they come along with this patch weeks ahead of time where you have this new island, which is a questing island where you get higher item level stuff now. There's, you know, you're getting gear that you right-click on and it makes a fucking item for your class and specialization, that kind of shit. They added the monk class to three new races. Uh, the, mm, who can play as a monk now? Uh, worgen goblins and Draenei or lightborn <laughs> Draenei or whatever. It's it's just it's still it's still content. They added a new faction with some fur bogs or some shit that you can work towards unlocking some cosmetics. They added a quest line for Bl Bane Bloodhoof, some kind of horde stuff going on there with something going on interesting there. They added faction envoys, which is a new mechanic where you can choose a faction for a day and get progress towards that faction as a sort of catch-up mechanic. Uh, they added heritage armor for orcs and humans with quest lines to go along with it. Not only that, but they have variations on that armor for, like, plate, leather, male cloth. There's some, like, the cloth version looks pretty cool for humans versus the plate version. This way you can still play your mage and have some heritage armor without looking like you're a fucking warrior. Or you can. I mean, whatever. I... They're gonna have Whatever, to probably man. go. They're probably gonna have to go back and you know, add some variations with the other ones. But that's good. This is the kind of shit they should be doing. You know, they've changed recruiter fame rewards. They've added two new fucking things you can get for dragon flying, where you can flap backwards and kind of stall yourself in the air and hover for a couple seconds as you slowly glide down before you start gliding again. It's a great way to stop and look around for like three to four seconds. And if you're fucking, you're, if you're getting that blue speed shit, you immediately get a fucking little nodule back or whatever. They've done major overhauls to certain classes. The Rep Paladin class tree was completely overhauled because there was a hybrid healer class that was dying more than any other class. And now it feels great. There's, they've done so much change. They've added, they've buffed a lot of classes. Demon Hunter's got a lot of buff. Death Knights. The only class they didn't touch was Warriors. And I would say that's because they've, feel like they're pretty fucking balanced right now. So they do all these big change, big sweeping changes that you would expect to be in a point X pad, not a point X point X. And like, this is the, this is the kind of shit that they, they need to be doing. You know, this well, maybe Metzen showed up and slapped him across the face and been like, what the fuck are you doing, man? That's our yeah, sub number. Maybe, what the fuck? Maybe, but this is, this is a great, this is good shit. Like they've added profession stuff, quest stuff. They've modified the you know it's a it's it feels like a major content patch, without being a major content patch. And this is exactly what these games needs. Destiny, World of Warcraft, any game that is a long lived game, especially when you're paying money for, it, should be pumping shit out like this. If you can't pump shit out this fast like this, you don't deserve to be where you are, and you need to consider seriously about getting a bigger team or something you need to figure out what's going on because destiny's struggling with it 
They've made some big changes with stuff, and it's working out pretty good. I mean, there's still a bunch of shit I haven't done in that game, and I only haven't been playing it because Resident Evil. But this is... A, I went back to World of Warcraft and been playing it a little bit. Like, this is actually fun. I want to fucking level up characters and shit. <clears throat> I want to get the heritage armor. I want to get some of this catch-up gear and play around with stuff. Paladin feels good now, right? Like, oh, there's cl classes that I wanted to play that feel good, actually. <clears throat> and, and it's very... It's one of those things that makes and you want to play... And what have they done to Survival Hunter? I don't know. I mean, Probably there's nothing. patch notes on it, but I just, I'm just saying in general, like this is the kind of stuff you see where you, it makes you want to get back into something because you're like, there's, a, there's a glimmer of hope. I mean, we got patch one, we got patch, uh, 10.1 coming down the pipe, uh, probably in a month. That's pretty close. You got season one coming to an end pretty shortly. And you're going to get that. They're going to be adding a new dragon model for, for dragon flying. There's going to be brand new armor sets. We're getting, you know, those, there's some really cool fucking looking armor sets. Whoever is in charge of their armor art, the, the art team for their armor sets is just nailing it because these sets look fucking great. They're very class themed. They look like they're supposed to. And it's not just some trashy shit where it's like, oh, fucking space people. Everybody looks the same. It genuinely looks good. They're adding new weapon systems in place for like how the how the weapons have effects on them and shit like that. All kinds of shit they're working on right now, and that's not including any of the Mythic Plus stuff or extra dungeons they're working on. For you know, they got brand new Mythic two a Mythic Plus affixes coming out. Quaking, Grievous, Volcanic are being removed. And they're adding new shit on. Uh, the time walking is still popular and. Just doing all sorts of fucking shit. Cosmetics out of the ass. They recently, and this comes on the back of like, it was it two months ago, they released the trading post, which is an in-game uh, store, but not store. It's basically what achievements should have been, where you earn a certain amount of uh, tokens <clears throat> per month. You can earn a maximum of 1,000. So you can't buy everything you want from the trading post. It's got a little bit of fear of missing out, but I mean, that's the model right now. That's how, if you're a game developer and you're not using fear of missing out, you don't know what you're doing because it brings people around uh, as much as it's not great for gamers, but they're going to recycle some of these things every different, you know, after a couple of months, you'll start to see some of the things cycling back through. You can freeze something to keep it for the next month if you want to use your next month's points to grab it because you like it so much but you can't afford to get all of it. I mean, they've had a store mount in this shit. They've had a bunch of unique fucking cosmetic armor sets that you can't get anywhere else. And you guaranteed get a certain thing if you complete the track, which is very easy to do. There's so many ways to complete it. You don't have to be involved with other groups to complete it. It's not some forced shit. It's just a way for them to get you to play the game, come back every month, fuck around with some shit and it it's not some arbitrary time gated thing either it doesn't take you literally i mean me and my wife came back and did february's content in two days and we probably could have done it in one day if we played for longer but we only played for like three hours each day and it's stuff like you know you get 200 points if you go kill 50 raid bosses but you can kill old raid bosses so you can just go yeah. by yourself to some old raids and you only get, you get to a thousand points and you unlock the thing. So, you know, 200, you just got to do that four more times <clears throat> and then you're done, you know.
And there's some of them that are worth 50 or 150 based off their difficulty. And it's basically just shit you would normally do as you play throughout the, the month. Or you can focus on it and get it out of the way and get some of the stuff that you want. This is the kind of shit they should be doing in this game. And so far they're doing it. And we'll, we'll see where it goes. I mean, you already have people out here in the fucking community like, this is the worst expansion ever because they're fucking <laughs> idiots. <clears throat> they're just fucking idiots. The gaming community, I'm sorry, that's probably not you, our listener. You're probably the good ones. Like us. The only ones left. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good God, litmus man. test. Do you think RE4 Remake is better than the original? If the answer is no, you're then moral. stop listening. Yeah. Well, keep listening, but stay angry. Keep listening and stay angry, you <laughs> fucking loser. <laughs> Not you, our wonderful viewers. You're Not you, the other reason. one. Yeah, you. Yeah, you. Fuck this off. This kind of ties into Counter-Strike 2, right? <laughs> Not at all, for sure. 100%. These fucking Fortnite gamers. <laughs> like these people who think that Oh, fucking Counter-Strike 2. Oh, that's amazing. You got games over here like Resident Evil 4 being remade from the ground up, adding context to shit. Like, we're getting context on the Plagas. I, I didn't realize till the other day that the boy that you read about in one of the houses, you go into one of the houses and you read these notes about this little boy that's so gifted and smart, and then the father ends up dying, and the boy has to be taken away or something. I didn't. I never realized because the the boy is interested in Don Quixote books or whatever the fuck it's called. Don that's Quixote. yeah. That's Lewis. The boy Lewis. is Lewis. That's why Leon makes the reference to him when he dies. Spoiler, and it you know the whole jacket and all that shit and smoky cigarettes. That's that's Lewis. Lewis is that kid. So Lewis originates originates from this town from this village and that's kind of it adds depth to his character like that's why he's he's really kind of trying to redeem himself and in the end it is a redemption story to some degree because in some way as a researcher yeah nice he, little side story arc didn't overstay its welcome over. yeah it didn't overstay its welcome this is it's not shoved in your face but to some degree he's responsible for these people being done like this uh these which that's the whole point of the end credits. The end credits is supposed to show you that these were just normal people living out their lives until this shit came along and fucked them. Uh, and they were his people, you know, it's his family. It's his, it's his town. So yeah, that's, that's great storytelling. You know, it's kind of like how dark souls does stuff. And people are like, Oh man, dark souls doesn't have a story. No, you're just <laughs> brain dead. You're on life support. Beep, beep. <laughs> like that, that's you, man. Like, this is you. no work good. <laughs> like, it's the same people who are out here saying that's not a good remake. And then Counter-Strike 2's out they're like, fuck yeah, Counter-Strike 2. It's like, it's literally a fucking remaster. <laughs> yeah, With but smoke. you see the smoke, man? <laughs> the smoke. Like, there are games that had that shit in it a long time ago. Like, fucking voxel-based smoke. It's a living element in the world. <laughs> this could have been, even... been a patch. Yeah, it could have been a patch, 100%. It's the most unrealistic smoke I've ever seen. Well, you shoot through it, and just like real smoke, the, the velocity on the ballistics makes the smoke displace because it displaces the air around it. Yeah, and then the smoke closes back in on itself, just like in real life. That's how smoke works. <laughs> what the fuck are you talking it about? It replenishes. Yeah, what the fuck? It just goes back to its original place. 
Oh, oh, yeah. Why? I wore a brown bag. What? <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't make the any best sense. Monty contribution ever. <laughs> I mean, Jesus. It's literally a reskin. Same guns, same mechanics, same fucking animations. You watch that game, the gameplay, it's the same animations. For like pulling out your knife, all that shit, same animations, nothing different. At least when you look at something like Condition Zero and Counter Strike Source and CS:GO, there's differences there. And this is, you know, really, this is just Valve playing it safe. They're really scared because they had 1.6 Gold SRC back in the day, and they came out with that shit, <clears throat> and people loved it. You know, it was it was a mod that somebody made that they acquired and they put it out as their own because that's what they do. People loved it, and then they came out with Source, and nobody liked it. Nobody wanted to play it. I remember being excited for it. Like, this is fucking oh, yeah. cool. It's the Source engine. It looks great. And then everybody's like, this sucks. We'll play, we'll play 1.6. 1.6 is there for you. Yeah. And then Condition Zero came out, and I was like, this is kind of cool, but it's not as good as Source. I understood people not going to Condition Zero. It was more of like a story game kind of thing with a little bit of co-op to it or something uh okay fine i remember playing that having a little bit of a good time with it yeah source was probably superior in multiplayer gameplay we stuck and then csgo came out and people were like yeah this is fun i remember playing csgo because i played the shit out of 1.6 in source back in the day like the shit out of it there was a period of time that was the main game we played for the longest time before World of Warcraft came out, and then after World of Warcraft came out, and we had mainlined that for a while, my friends and I would play that shit all the time. All the time. Super competitive back then. And then they come out with CSGO. I had not played CS for a while, and I remember thinking, this is just Source that looks better. At least it had different maps. At least it had different animations. So, to some degree, I was like, this is nice. This is a, this is a really nice thing. It had the loot boxes that for some reason nobody cares about it has the you know selling items for real life money aka nfts that nobody really cares about for some reason even though they hate nfts uh uh but at least it was something new like i gave csgo the credit deserve i wasn't into competitive games at the time anymore but hey this is this is something different and good and then you see counter-strike 2 and it's like this is just csgo reskinned it's the same maps, same animations. You can't CSGO. get rid of dust, dude. Ever. No, it's the <laughs> shittiest fucking map ever. Dirty <laughs> dust, man. No, no new game modes. Now you could say, well, as far as we can tell, they haven't showed those off. Why wouldn't they show those off? The the fact that the only thing they showed off was a montage of the same fucking maps and even talked about keeping the same maps for oh, some of them we re worked a little bit or we modified slightly. It's like, yeah, so what? Make new fucking maps. Or we're too afraid to make something because it might suck. Well, that's called risk. You're not taking risks. That's pretty fucking weak. Yeah, but they weak. might have new game modes, dude. Yeah, but they don't. How do you know they don't have new game modes? Because they showed off smoke mechanics. Who <laughs> fucking cares? Man, smoke's a game changer. No, it's not. <laughs> it's it's Mom's really a game changer. Not. Listen, you live in a fucking world where you play a video game that you think is high-level competitive. Where if somebody throws a flashbang at your feet, you can literally just turn around and it doesn't even fucking bother you. Okay? 
it, this game is not about realism. I don't know why they give it a fuck about smoke. The only reason why people use smoke is because flashbangs suck, and they're too afraid to put anything else in the fucking game that's interesting. CSGO added new shit. Molotov cock... I mean, Molotov's already existed, but they, they, they definitely added, like, decoy grenades and shit like that that didn't exist in the original. Like, they, they added new shit in CSGO to some degree or another. I mean, certainly could, they could have done more. Uh, but here, they're not doing anything. Just get rid of some of these game modes and add new game. Really? We're still just doing bomb planting? Why? That's, That's all popular. anyone wants. It's not what's popular in most other games. Most other games, you don't even see that mode. You don't see planting a bomb somewhere. Even their competitor, Valorant. It's just it's just trying to be the same. Yeah, at least that game has it's overwatching like Counter Strike together. Yeah, it's, yeah it, it's something different. Counter Strike's still over here, like, yeah, we're going to compete with that by just doing the same thing we've always done. And different. these fucking hard ass gamers are like, yeah. Still no sprinting, still no ADS. Suck that, Valorant! Wouldn't be Counter-Strike if they changed anything. Just be some other Why shitty shooter. Why would you shooter. play Counter-Strike over Valorant? It makes no sense. It makes no sense whatsoever. Whatever, man. It, I, it talk about cash grab. Let's make you pay more money for better graphics. That's literally all this is. If you like Counter-Strike... You shouldn't be excited for Counter-Strike 2. You should just keep playing Counter-Strike. Go. CS, go. That's it. Global offensive, rest of your fucking days. There's no sense in playing 2. It brings nothing to the table. If you don't like Valorant because it adds too much to it and you like the simplicity of CS Go, why would you buy CS2? Because it looks better? Hey, dumbass. Competitive people turn down their graphics. Fact. It is true. Maybe that's a feature they'll remove. Going forward. I need 10,000 FPS in this 20-year-old game. <laughs> I don't want any hitches to be the difference between me and championship. <laughs> Bro, you have a thumb drive that has a fucking... <laughs> you have a thumb drive that you bring to every tournament that has a fucking aimbot on it. What are you talking about? <laughs> oh. Well, we're up there. Yeah, so, whatever. Counter-Strike 2. Wow, amazing. Thoughts, Monty? I mean, the only thing that's nifty about it that I wish, you know, something like COD had was the Vauxhall smoke. But, you know, they seem to fuck that up because it just kind of grows. Back Call of Duty own. Black Ops 5. Smoke. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine if Warzone 2, uh, not Warzone 2, sorry, uh, Modern Warfare 2, if they released Modern Warfare 3, they announced it tomorrow, and it, it's the exact same game. <laughs> same gun maps. for gun, map for map, animation for animation, but it looks a bit better, and it has voxel smoke. <laughs> I mean, they're essentially doing that, though. They, they were, like, this current game was supposed to be a two-year game, and then they're just like, ah, just kidding. Our guys were working a little too hard, so we're going to want... <laughs> You know, we're going to we're gonna want the pandemic's fault. It's fucking ridiculous. They're like triple dipping too. Like, oh yeah, pay for the full price game. And not just full price, like 70 fucking dollars. And then 
There's a battle pass. And then <laughs> fucking $20 skins. Like, I, I don't know. That shit's fucking weird, man. And everybody's cool with it. And then they just focus on the fucking free mode. And everybody's okay. fucking cool with all that shit. And they're over here crying about NFTs <laughs> in video games. How fucking dare they? I don't want NFTs in video games that I can make money selling to other people who are losers and have a lot of money for nothing. Man, Counter-Strike is great. I can't wait to get that knife. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I got a button where I twirl it in my hands. Isn't that cool? I bound it to mouse button. wheel. Don't, don't you just fucking switch to it and fucking just does it on? No, there's a button where you can twirl your knives or look at your guns and shit. Yeah. Fucking knives. Well, uh, nothing to really talk about in TV other than like the Mandalorian, which. You know, I think all of us agreed that the first season was pretty good. Uh, I I know a lot of people didn't watch the second and third season. I heard the second season was pretty bad, except for, like, the emotional moment where, you know, Grogu, the little fucking baby Yoda that everybody called him, leaves with, uh, spoiler alert, he leaves with um, Luke Skywalker, who's kind of a, you know, they did a CGI Luke Skywalker. Looks pretty decent. I know the corridor crew guys did a deep fake to make it look better and all that, but whatever. And then LucasArts hired him. Hey, you did this better than all of us could do this. How'd you do this? <laughs> and uh, it's called actually wanting to. But do most people said season two was bad. Head. You know, that was the infamous season where Gina Carano was let go because she dared to have political opinions different than the people who make those shows. And you know what that means? She's a fucking net. Uh, and then season three came out recently and people have been watching it. And apparently all it does is confirm that John Favreau was never really good at what he does. We all thought John Favreau was, you know, trying to make something that was different because he liked things a certain way and that he wasn't some moron director slash writer. I don't know who's writing it. I mean, he's certainly in charge to some Him degree. and Dave Filoni. Uh, but apparently they're just really bad and we didn't notice it because the first season was, it's kind of like a happenstance good. Kind of like how everything else was so bad at the time, you know, at least well, these people also, like Star Wars. Well, when you look at Star Wars episode seven, yeah, it's got flaws to it, but I think at this, it's the same kind of situation. Like it's got flaws, but we like it. It's got some good beats. It looks visually like Star Wars. You know, JJ Abrams did a pretty good job at that. And you know, after that, it just kind of goes to shit. Like, what the fuck is this? Same concept. That's J.J. Abrams. Everything he does. Really strong start. Just goes right off a cliff after that. Never comes so, back. Lost. <laughs> Fringe. So, to those that aren't aware, the end of uh, Mandalorian Season 2 has Luke Skywalker showing up, saving the day. They're pinned in. He saves the day. And Grogu, the baby Yoda, leaves with Luke to train to become something. Whatever. Little baby Yoda J. Grogu, Grogu is, you know, he's one of Yoda's race, so he's actually older than he's... He's not really a baby. I mean, he certainly is in terms of that species to some degree. Kind of like the elf take on it better, where well, you're young he, like, for a short period of time, I think they said he was like 50. Yeah, he was, he, was around during, he was around during Anakin Skywalker killing the younglings. Like, he was there. 
but you know, not literally. Such, such a wise. <laughs> he was race. alive, but he can't even. I, I don't know. I don't like how. Oh, he's fifty years old, but he's still. Well, that's the mistake they're making, right? Yeah, that's the mistake they're making is like, oh, well, in the terms of this race, he's really young. Yeah, that doesn't mean he's stupid and infantile. It's like... Like when you look at an elf, like Galadriel's young... Infantile and like blabbering blabbering and drooling on themselves for like... Yeah, the whole point is they reached maturity at the same point we do, but then they live for hundreds of years, so they're even beyond our measure. And then suddenly, like, you get to Yoda where he's like smart as fuck like how do you get how do you go from like retard for a hundred years nasty, to just one day boom I'm like a genius baby yoda's like asian people you know they look like babies and then suddenly boom old as fuck old as fuck. baby <laughs> middle age middle age middle age middle age middle age old as fuck <laughs> oldest person alive ancient this is the oldest person around they're actually just 30 it's like they're all fine and good until that one time they fall asleep in the sun. It's like, I turned into a raisin, that's it. This is how I'm going to be for the rest of my life. <laughs> so clearly they don't know what they're doing. Because they did another show called The Book of Boba Fett. The Book of Boba Fett is a thing about Boba Fett, but not really. It's about a bunch of other characters. And in yeah, that show, like in that show, they have Grogu almost immediately after being taken by Luke, return to the Mandalorian for no fucking reason. Did this un- it, they upend everything they've done. It, it wow. makes all of that pointless. The emotional aspect of that scene where he's leaving. And Mandalorian 3, he's got Grogu back with him. And it's some of the worst shit you've ever seen. You know how in... Well, that's because fucking people would probably complain, and they know that. Oh, the show's not good with. Well, it's the because baby. they want to. They want to. water burn baby. First of all, they want to sell dolls. Oh, yeah. oh, wow. Secondly, for some reason, John Favreau is on board with that. Maybe he's being told to do it. But at the same time, now, apparently, what happened is he had the show all was. set to go, and then uh, Kathleen Kennedy stuck her big stupid face where it doesn't belong and fucked up the show and John Favreau had to fix it. And the only way he could think to fix it was to take pieces of Mandalorian season three and put it into Book of Boba Fett. Well, that's why it's Mando heavy. There's also the aspect that people have said that the first season of Mandalorian was, is, was already fleshed out as a movie for Boba Fett. It was the Boba Fett movie. And they just retroactively took that and made it into the first season. And a lot of that was going to be setting up, bringing Boba Fett back with, you know, finding his armor and all that shit. Um, and connecting him to the Mandalorian, you know, how he wears that armor, blah, blah, blah. And now it's just off the rails because, like you said, Kathleen Kennedy's gotten involved and it's just all this bullshit. But the problem with season three is it acts like season one and two never happened. There's just elements that are just ignored completely. It's like it was never even there. There's some good reviews out there to watch on YouTube if you're interested. People like Robot Ted and uh, shit like that. So, <clears throat> one of the interesting things is there's a scene out of one of the latest episodes. You know how, like, in the uh, the new trilogy, one, two, and episodes one, two, and three, uh, they had Yoda fight. And when Yoda fought, people were like, oh, man, we're going to see Yoda fight. And you expect to see, like, this wise old guy who's just using a lot of the force and maybe he's pulling his lightsaber out and fighting. But then, then George Lucas is like, no, he's really small. So he has to be very acrobatic 
right? So he puts down a cane that he's walking with all the time and just suddenly he starts doing fucking cartwheels and flips and it's ridiculous. It's so dumb. But at least it looks real. It, it looks believable. Like he's moving in a way that's believable because they use CGI for that. Well, in this show, they don't want to use CGI. So they have Grogu at one point. He's fighting a Mandalorian and training kid with paintballs. And he's he fights this kid by jumping over the kid and then jumping back over the kid and then using a little bit of force. And it literally looks like somebody took a doll and made it jump over somebody and do a flip, land, and jump back. And I swear to God, knees never bend. There's no, like, he just landed on the ground reaction type thing. It just, it, it's the stiffest. Well, that's the thing. They went with practical Dumbest shit I've ever kid, seen. Right? Yeah, but they could have still done better. <laughs> it looks like a fucking I, doll. I, yeah. They should have not done that's... a flip. Why are they making it do a flip? <laughs> At least in the previous stuff, it's just putting its so, hand up and shit. So I'm just like... Off camera, just love with us like it's attached. It's like it's attached to a green it. a green pole that they fucking edited out in post. I'm gonna find the clip and show it to you. It's so fucking bad, man. Grogu one v one duels the Mandalorian in combat. We're gonna live react to this right now. I'm putting it in podcast notes. Okay, stay yeah. win. People listen to the audio. You'll just have to deal with it. It's the Grogu one v one duel on you on YouTube. It's a minute forty nine. Uh, it is. We're you about to get some real feedback here live. And we don't need to watch the whole thing. It all happens pretty early in the clip. We're only going to watch about the okay. First. Say when. Hold on. Hold on. Okay, so we're we're gonna watch it almost all the way to the end. All right, <laughs> fucking gross. Okay, three, two, one, go. He challenged me. It's too small. <laughs> He's becoming a Mandalorian. <laughs> A Yoda Mandalorian. <laughs> the training darts. Also known as paintballs. They really? Put a little fucking gun they thing on his arm. one in his size? Like yeah. That? Yeah, of course they do. Because Disney. One round. Highest score we watch. <laughs> It'll be it's fine. ridiculous, dude. He's got this. Press me. Well, he sucks. <laughs> and he's a doll. So. Just watch. This isn't bad, necessarily. Okay? Because you're thinking like, oh yeah, the force and stuff. Maybe he could actually... They could have just had him shoot or something. <laughs> what? Ah! Why didn't why didn't what's her face just shoot three times in the first place? <laughs> what the fuck was that, dude? <laughs> There's no reaction to the flip. Yeah, it just it's like he it was lifted up above him. <laughs> it's like, it's and then he jumps back. And so he jumps it. He jumps over him, 
and then jumps back exactly where he was. Like no <laughs> rebound, no nothing. Like yeah, no no reaction to his his own weight landing on himself. Well, well, it's he's so little, weird so and forced no that weight. they have to do some weird cuts and blur. The other species have hollow bones. <laughs> <laughs> Very lightweight. Like, you could have had him use force, speed, but go laterally. He doesn't need to go over and vertical. Just have him zip around a little bit left and right if you want to try and convey that he can do force speed. Okay? What is this shit? Why does he flip? Okay, maybe if you want to have... I will give you this. If you really want him to jump over him. Okay, he jumps over and shoots him. Because he didn't see it coming, like this little thing jumping. I don't understand that. But, what was but he why does do? he immediately go right back to where he was? And he really does go right back to where he was. Yeah, it's like they you... took the shot, and it's the same <laughs> shot, same angle. Because after he jumps back to where he was, he doesn't move anywhere, and then he turns around and looks at the sa- at the Mandalorian from the same perspective. He's literally like right below him. <laughs> What the fuck, man? Wait, what just happened? Disney is just destroying the fuck out of Star Wars. I yeah, swear to God, they don't. I had hope fuck. for a minute there, but I just, I really don't care anymore. I'm, I'm really over Star Wars. Sorry to say, they're gonna really have to turn it around and do something that shows some promise. I haven't watched Book of Boba Fett. Haven't watched a lot of the other shit that's out. I watched Obi Wan out of curiosity and. Boy, <laughs> I didn't see that one. I heard it was and not bad, worth it. Though. It was really bad. The chase scenes, my God, a little girl running through the woods and guys tripping over like it's fucking Home Alone, man. Like there's like a thin branch that's toppled over, and they just stop someone and they run right into it, like oh, and they get all frustrated. Oh, she's, God. she's not like young, like a ten year old or twelve year old or fourteen year old, like short, young, incapable of defending herself against grown men. She's like. Six years old type short like midget leg type short shit and she's outrunning two adult men in the woods and the way she runs it just looks stupid because the way everyone else runs looks stupid because they have to make it look like they're running really fast when they're not if you want an allegory for socialism it's that fucking clip everybody has to run as slow as the dumbest infant what, do they, like, play the Benny Hill theme in the background? They might as well. Oh, God. All right, we're reacting to it. Monty's reacting oh, to it. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, dude. Listen, this one's only a minute and 16, okay? It's just as good. Okay. So again, she's like six years old. I got nieces this this young that are older than this, and uh, I take them hiking sometimes. And uh, <laughs> I beat the shit out of them every time. <laughs> Unbeatable. <laughs> this is this is way too young of a kid to be having do a scene like this in the first place. And now you want to look at the people? Don't do look this. at Leia. Look at the people in the background. How yeah. dumb they look. Look how dumb they look chasing her. Say when, Monty. I'm ready. Three, two, one, go. So they're going to abduct her. because Not because they know who she is, by the way. <laughs> it's the most contrived bullshit. 
first of all, it's what's his name from <laughs> from Red Hot Chili Peppers. Oh my God, it's Flea. Yeah. <laughs> watch it. Watch. We're gonna chase you. Here we go. And all right, here's the guards that are supposed to be doing their job. <laughs> all right, look at them. Look what at them in the background. That? Look at them. They can't catch her with her tiny legs. Oh, go through some bushes. Yeah. I'm going to catch her. I almost got her. Oh, she slid under a thing. Damn it. I can't do that. could have jumped oh, over it. I went around for some jump. reason. Ah, <laughs> oh, dang it. <laughs> this is a fucking million dollar show, dude. <laughs> she goes through the tree. Oh, my God. Here Where comes did Flea. he come it's, from? It's Flea. He's been... Uh, what was that? <laughs> oh, my God. I can almost tell what's happening based on your they reaction. They should have just started with the burlap sack. <laughs> yeah. Why Why even do a chase scene? Oh, my God. That was rough, dude. That whole show, they try to make her into some kind of girl boss, even though she's like seven years old. And it's all contrived. The whole series is contrived as fuck. Meanwhile, Luke is back on Tatooine. Who knows what the fuck's happening to him while the guy that's supposed to be watching over him isn't there because he's helping Princess Leia for some dumbass reason. Because the bad And then guys... Reva decides to go after Luke for really no reason at all. She really has oh, yeah. no reason to know who Luke is. They, they, she goes after Leia for no reason. They, she doesn't know that Leia is the daughter she's like, of I just had a Anakin. hunch. Something, something, Kenobi. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they have a scene where they're running on rooftops, Monty. Okay? Obi-Wan is chasing... This is not the only chase scene. <laughs> they have a chase scene where Obi-Wan is trying to catch her. <laughs> and it's the same shit. <laughs> it's the same shit on rooftops. Okay. Uh, like it, only she's parkouring. I, I think for you no know reason. What? I it think seems to be I slowing her down. It. I think I understand it. It's because it's made by Disney. They're so used to making shit for children that they just make everything as if they're making it for children. Well, no, they can't even be bothered to hire people that actually appreciate the source material and like hire them to actually write the shit. It's just. Diversity hire after diversity hire, people who don't even like what they're writing about. And it shows. It's just generic story with, you know, Star Wars paint over it or whatever. Same thing with The Witcher, you know, same thing with all these fucking shows. Yeah, here's a scene. I'm just going to take a picture of it. Here's a scene where they're uh, rescuing Leia from a secret, highly top secret base. Okay. And this is how they get her out of there. <laughs> She's just under his coat. <laughs> Listen, the Who's only that good really news, fat guy. The only good news, okay, with this whole thing is that if Disney can come in and abandon years and years, decades and decades of extra universal content where people have written books and shit like that. Not just the fandom, but books that were legitimately written and published. If they can ignore all of that 
and say Luke Skywalker's gay instead of having kids, which they have said, by the way. Uh, <clears throat> that's the most. Well, he's always news. been kind of gay. Now he just takes it in the ass. Yeah, he's gay. That's why I try to fuck his sister. It's the gayest thing you can do. And then <laughs> the good news is, is that if Disney can do that, then in the future, maybe somebody can buy it out from Disney and say, all that shit is bullshit. <laughs> okay? That shit ain't canon. It don't exist. The sad part is that it does exist. <laughs> Somebody's going to have to archive it one day. Mother of God. <laughs> it's it's the fucking worst shit. Oh, God. I think we got time to talk about one more final subject. Just a short one. Which is uh, DC Comics. They're kind of right up there with Disney on ruining shit for no reason. We've talked about in the sure. past how they just keep wanting to faceplant into a, an Avengers situation. Instead of taking the time necessary to build up these characters and earn it like well, they're going to keep did. rebooting until they get it right. Gosh darn it. Well, they have a pretty good setup right now going. You know, they did the Batman reboot. It was good. It's supposed to be tied in with the Joker, like the Joker movie, which was also a good reboot. Uh, they've done a couple of these. I know they got the Flash coming out, and it's going to have like some that crazy alternate. dude. Yeah, but it's also going to have some alternate timeline stuff where you're going to get Michael Keaton's Batman in it. I don't think you're going to see Christian Bale. Well, they tried to kill him off in that Batwoman movie, right? Or what What movie was it? They canceled? Well, he was supposed Batgirl? to be in the Batgirl? Batwoman. He was supposed to be in the Batgirl movie, but that got canceled for some reason. Because uh, <clears throat> they tried to kill off Michael Keaton, man. It Maybe. didn't test well. Just cut our losses. Yeah, <laughs> Just start probably. over. Fuck it. So, but he's going to be in this one. For your CEO just fucking taking a chessboard and bashing all the fucking pieces. Fuck it. <laughs> they keep rushing around. He's going to be in this one. They're trying to distance themselves from Henry Cavill for some reason. Who knows what where things are going, but they're, they're, it's not looking good because they're making dumb decisions. So they're making the Joker 2 with Joaquin Phoenix, and they're going to have Harley Quinn in it for some reason. Uh, the one from, what, like Margot Robbie? Well, instead of having Margot Robbie, who is without a doubt... You're going to have a dude! With, who is without a doubt <clears throat> probably gonna, gonna, the best Harley Quinn the... on screen. I think we all agree that she's well, the best Harley Quinn. Margot Robbie mm -hmm. has one fucking role. Crazy. That's Be hot. Crazy. Crazy hot. Worker chick. Crazy hot girl. <laughs> yeah. Well, she plays the character really well. She's pretty much considered to be Harley Quinn at this point, but they're not going to use her. I guess she's just not good enough she for this dark rendition. <clears throat> so they're going to use the obvious next choice, which is Colin Lady Farrell. Gaga. Oh. Lady Who? Gaga. Lady Gaga? Why? Because why not? Horrible actor. Well, there are. Uh, rumors that this movie's gonna be a musical. Oh my god. And that she's gonna be the main focus instead of Joker. I now, they it. already made a movie with it. <laughs> what the fuck was that called? The, the fucking girl power fucking. Bird so Lady Gaga is basically being herself, as you can see from this image, this still image from the film. 
Uh, it's just the dumbest fucking makeup I've ever seen. I mean, I get that they redid the Joker makeup to be more clownish, but why go with that? Why this weird? Why would she be before crazy wearing I mean, makeup like that? I mean, she always went with the jester outfit or the pigtails. It's like one or the other. You got to have the two things, not just. I'm not so concerned with the outfit as I am the makeup job. Why the fuck is she wearing makeup? She's supposed it's to be a big a joke, big practical what joke. Of, what kind of psychologist is walking around wearing makeup like that? I walk around, baby. How do you pick that over Margaret Robbie? What's wrong with Margaret Robbie, man? It's kind of an insult. <clears throat> we got this scene where Joaquin Phoenix is acting really good, and Lady Gaga is just being Lady Gaga. Uh, God damn it! I mean, even the even the this scene here that's been taken from behind the scenes. Where the Joker looks even better now. I mean, he's looking more sinister, looking better, and she's just there. <laughs> like, okay, maybe she hasn't started freaking out yet because she looks like she's in normal clothing. All right, Walking maybe. Phoenix is over there being crazy, fucking method acting. I'm gonna fucking I killed Harley Quinn. <laughs> I'm gonna rape you when the cameras go off. <laughs> what? <laughs> But Lady Gaga, I don't know why. She's been in, like, one film ever. Yeah, that Bradley Cooper thing where he's a singer. She was in American Horror Story. Yeah, it was okay. Oh, great. That tier fucking yeah. TV show. Yep. I mean, maybe she'll do great. Who knows? Maybe she won't. Who knows? Maybe she'll be the worst part of it. Or the best part. We'll have to or wait and see, part. I guess. Well, what's the point if you don't want to see her naked? You know? Well, I mean, she's okay. Yeah. <laughs> I think we've already done that. <laughs> Haven't we? I don't know. No, for the longest time, people were saying she was a hermaphrodite, so who knows? Remember that shit? Oh. 15 years ago, I didn't <laughs> no. say she was a hermaphrodite. I don't remember that. Right. People say that about amaranth. Why she doesn't show her vagina? Yeah, people say that about Marilyn Manson too. Boy, he doesn't show his vagina. <laughs> <laughs> well, he does in that one video about drugs, but he shows that he doesn't have a penis or a vagina. It's definitely not a prosthetic body. Uh, obviously. Obviously. I mean, Lady Gaga is capable of looking pretty. She's certainly capable of looking crazy most of the time. I just feel like it's yeah, a little insulting. Look at every fucking outfit she wore. In, like, it's a really weird thing that Hollywood does where they just insult these actors. Like, current person playing Harley Quinn is Margaret Robbie. Maybe if this was 10 years from now and the role was let go or she's moved on but you literally just came out with something with her in it where she's kind of the main focus and she does a great job the second suicide squad movie was really well done well yeah it's just i think it's the time frame because this is joker origin you know back in like what the 70s or something. well i understand that robbie's character is more associated with that fucking moron <laughs> The the shitty variation of the Joker. Yeah. Uh, 
So maybe that's why they're doing it, I guess. But I, I just don't understand why DC keeps doing this stuff anyways. I mean, I, I guess Harley Quinn's a good setup to it. I mean, who knows? Maybe the story's going to be really amazing and turning this guy into the Joker the way that we expect him to be. Yeah, I don't, I don't think so, but sure. Well, because it's a love interest, right? And it's going to create a toxic relationship. And just kind of, she's going to enable him. She's going to be the one person in his life enabling him. Uh, well, hopefully we get to see some Batman, you know, that'd be fun. Isn't that what everyone just wants? Just Batman. It was the coolest thing in the Suicide Squad where they get fucking attacked by Batman. But yeah, that's what everybody wants. <laughs> everybody wants Batman. How about burn Batman? <laughs> Batman? <laughs> I mean, not really, but... Can hot water burn you through Kevlar? Sure. I mean, if you're completely drenched in that shit, yeah. I'll fuck you up. Hot water boy Batman in a suit. <laughs> hot boy Batman. <laughs> yeah, that's about it. I don't know what else to talk about in terms of this week. This two weeks. I mean, there's bullshit going on in the world. The banks are still supposedly collapsing. They're definitely writing up money for that. Uh, the big thing right now is for banning sure. TikTok, which is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Especially hearing conservatives being like, yeah, we should ban TikTok because China spies on us. Okay, so China spies on people. Yeah, they do that without TikTok. It's not Jane down the street making TikToks that should have concern. It's it's people that work in government. Just don't have government yeah, workers use TikTok. propaganda. How shit, the fuck are you going to be a conservative and be like, oh, yeah, we should definitely give government more power to ban stuff. And sure enough, what's in this fucking bill to ban TikTok? A thing where you can't use VPNs. Because guess what? The IP companies lobby the government. You got, we got to stop ignoring that. Oh, our guys are in charge now, so they're definitely going to pass something good for us. No, the Uniparty is still in charge. <laughs> Oh my God. <clears throat> Sorry, I haven't really been keeping up with politics because it's all just the same bullshit. No, lately it's just mainly been. Well, it's a bipartisan bill, people. so it's probably going to pass because the Democrats are spinning it for their way. But ask yourself, why is it bipartisan? Why do the fucking Democrats give a fuck about banning TikTok? Why would they care when it's supposedly a platform? Well, not all. That should be the big blinker. You, the you big got... blinker for Republicans is that for some reason, Democrats who are very friendly with China and don't care about propaganda are suddenly anti-propaganda. Interesting. This bill can allow... So... VPN users risk 20-year jail sentences in the U.S. under new Restrict Act if this bill passes. The TikTok ban bill targets more than just social media. The state would be able to police all communication platforms. This is, this is Patriot Act 2.0. That's what this is. VPNs would be included with violators facing up to $1 million in fines. U.S. lawmakers are widening their sights when it comes to cracking down on finance technology. The bipartisan restricting the emergence of security threats that risk information and communications technology, or also known as RESTRICT, because boy, they love them acronyms, will, was unveiled on in early March. It was initially dubbed the TikTok ban bill, but has far wider ramifications. Furthermore, VPN users could face hefty fines or jail sentences under the bill. 
People often legitimately use VPN services to add an extra layer of security for web communications, which of course also has the nice benefit of making it where the government can't really track you based off your IP. Like it stops your IP address from tracking the shit you do. And who's the government going to use to determine what you're doing? Your fucking IP address. Your IP provider, not your IP address. ISP. Your internet provider, your ISP. ISP. So your ISP can determine what websites you're going to, what things you're doing, who you're talking to, and that's how the government gets access. But if you use a VPN, it makes it more difficult for them to do that. So this is the, this is Patriot Act 2.0. This is what do you got to hide, commie? That's what this is. If you got nothing to hide, why do you care? It's banning TikTok, which is a good thing. And you see conservatives everywhere. Yeah, fucking even Crowder, the rest of them. Fucking, we got to get rid of TikTok. This bill ain't it, man. You, th it, this is more bullshit in this country of it's not the parents fault it's the technology this is conservatives who would time and time again tell you that it's not the guns fault that some psychopath went and killed people but they'll turn around and tell you yeah it's definitely the phone in front of these kids faces that make them the way they are no it's not the phone because every fucking one of us uses a phone retard every one of us conservatives conservative parents all of them. I use a phone, but I'm not a fucking libtard. So what? It's clearly not the phone. But it's TikTok that's doing it. No, it's not TikTok that's doing it. The the problem lies in the per. Stop letting your kids go on TikTok if that's the issue. Okay, I, you're gonna ban something like TikTok as a fucking conservative. You're gonna ban a platform as a conservative because you think it's harming kids. That's not the answer. What the fuck? This is this is not conservative shit. And any conservative that's spouting this shit is either too dumb to realize what they're doing, or they're just a fucking paid shill. Because this is uniparty shit. This is Democrat. The reason why we call rhinos rhinos is because they're Republican in name only, aka Democrats, because they want more government oversight, more restrictions, more government power, which is a Democrat party concept democrats believe their main fucking underlying concept as the democrat party these moderates believe that the government should be regulating industry more conservatives are supposed to believe the opposite deregulation let a company do whatever it wants with its private fucking business that's what it got that's what that's why it's funny when conservatives are like fucking libertarians what are we supposed to make our own fucking twitter yes yes you are now, if you want to make the argument that it's a public fucking company and they're they're publishing and they're not supposed to do that, that's a different argument to make entirely. But if you're talking about does Twitter have the Elon Musk has the right to ban whoever the fuck he wants off of his platform because it belongs to him. Now, as soon as he starts doing that, he's he's gonna have to start taking responsibility for people putting child porn and shit on there. But that's a completely different argument from he can do whatever he wants with his private business. If I, I can do whatever I want with my private property, but the moment somebody's being raped on it, I'm a little bit responsible for that. Hey, no, well, to some degree. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I'm just joking. In the United States, if you have a pool in your backyard and you don't have a fence and a child wanders into your backyard and drowns in your pool, you are liable. Because you didn't build a fence to protect people that are stupid from it. That's that's an unfortunate reality. But I'm I'm acceptable. I think that's an acceptable thing. I think it's acceptable that if you have a pool, you have to have a fence with a locked gate so that some child can't stroll into your shit. Yes, 
on a principled level, I think that it should probably not fall on that person because some parent fucked up and let their kid roam around by themselves. But I don't think that's too ridiculous of a measure. <clears throat> but at the same time, I mean, you're allowed to put a pool up if you want. You're allowed to say who gets to come into the pool. Why is it no different? Yeah. So this is this is just 100% Patriot Act 2.0. And it needs to be killed immediately. But it's probably not. It's probably going to pass the House. Probably going to pass the Senate. Because guess what them Democrats want? They want more control over you. They don't want you to have a VPN. And they'll spin it. Like, well, technically it only applies to foreign entities. Yeah, well, that's what they said about the Patriot Act. Until they were spying on citizens. Oh, no, this isn't for you. It's for the terrorists. Well, then why is it illegal? So we'll make them the terrorists. That's right. <laughs> if passed, new legislation will grant the U.S. government sweeping powers to crack down on any technologies and services it sees as a threat. This includes, remarkably, VPN technology. Those opposing the bill say it will give the state the power to police the entire Internet and any platforms on it. Furthermore, some refer to it as the Chinification of America. Bill. Now look for all the articles about how that's not true, and then all the articles about how it is true, but it's a good thing. Yeah. And then all the articles about how republic it's all Republicans' fault. That's why they brought the, the CEO of TikTok forward, and they just sat there and played grab-ass with him the whole time. Just asking the dumbest fucking questions. You have boomer Republicans sitting here asking stupid fucking questions right along with the Democrats. Uh, does TikTok access the Wi-Fi network? And could you explain what the internet is for people who don't know? <laughs> That's literally a fucking question they asked him as if it was a bad thing. Does TikTok access the Wi-Fi network? Y yeah. That's how you get to the internet, you old fucker. Now, he knows that, but he's sensationalizing, hoping that the old fuckers at home don't know it. Oh my god, TikTok accesses my Wi-Fi Wi-Fi? <laughs> <laughs> the Chinese are accessing my Wi-Fi! <laughs> you ain't got no legs, Lieutenant Dane. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Jesus fuck, man. Oh, where here's Newsweek.com saying, Does TikTok ban allow for 20-year prison sentence? It explains what the bill god, is. God, I fucking hope so. While the Restrict Act doesn't cite TikTok or its owner, ByteDance, by name, the senators who introduced the bill have repeatedly pointed to the surveillance fears that the app raises, and the legislation has already been referred to as a so-called TikTok ban. Oh, they're so concerned. Look, guys, the government's concerned about the surveillance on American citizens, not by, you know, the FBI, the CIA, or the NSA, but by China. Hey, only, we the fact, we, only we can spy on our own citizens, God damn it! <laughs> the ban's criminal penalties, which include a fine up to a million dollars and or imprisonment up to 20 years, has caused some alarm among the bill's observers, who have questioned whether some TikTok's fanatics might face jail time for using a virtual private network to get around the ban and access the app. But a spokesperson for Senator Mark Warner, the bill's sponsor, told Newsweek that it would not apply to individual users. Oh, of course it would. He said it, so it's fine. He said under the terms of the bill, someone must be engaged in sabotage or subversion 
of communications technology in the U.S. causing catastrophic effects on U.S. critical infrastructure or interfering in or altering the result of a federal election. Well, well. And that's definitely we, not happening America, as we've yeah. established in the past, baseless claims. <laughs> and 100% we definitely aren't already accusing citizens of doing that. By This is the same people that said that people were election meddling by just existing with MAGA hats at a fucking polling place. Oh, they were trying to intimidate. See, they can spin it any way they want, folks. It's the only time I agree with Ocasio-Cortez that right? it's a stupid bill. Ilhan Omar is against it, too, and it's just like, fuck, well, I guess... Time for them to be the good guys a little bit. Well, that's because they're pretending to be against it, because they, they get to pretend to be against it, and then they know that their vote doesn't really matter, or their anti-vote doesn't matter, or or they'll just vote for it. <laughs> <laughs> just pretend on TikTok that they're not voting for because they want to be trendy with the young kids. No, guys, you like it? Me too. <clears throat> so Senate Bill 8686, the Restrict Act, wants to put you in jail for 20 years for using a VPN to access or for using a website or app that is operated by, quote, a foreign adversary. These are the foreign adversaries, by the way. Uh, foreign adversary, the term foreign adversary, means any foreign government or regime determined by secretary pursuant to sections three and five to have engaged in a long-term pattern or serious instances of conduct specific, significantly adverse to the national security of the United States or the security and safety of United States persons and B includes unless removed by the secretary pursuant to section six. The People's Republic of China, including Hong Kong, special administration region. And Macau, <laughs> including Hong Kong and Taiwan. Region. Wait, what? Removed by the, uh, the Republic of Cuba, the Islamic Republic of Iran, the Democratic People's Republic of Korea, the Russian Federation, and the Bulgarian Republic of Venezuela under the regime of Nicolas Maduro Moros. Oh, man, and this is, this is how they do it, folks. They drum you up for years as Republicans and say, this needs to be done, and then they chart something out like this, and you go, yeah, those are all the groups I don't like. Yes. And then they take away your rights under the guise of protecting you from these countries that aren't doing shit to harm you right now. In general, a person because... who, is will, who willfully commits, willfully attempts to commit, or willfully conspires to commit, or aids or abets in the commission of an unlawful act described in subsection A shall upon conviction be fined not more than $1 million, or if a natural person may be imprisoned for not more than 20 years or both. 20 years because you use a VPN to use TikTok because that's how you make your money on the internet. Well, only if they're threatening national security. That's what they said to people that went to the fucking rally and never went in the fucking building at January 6th where fucking uh, uh, national security. I recently got a three-year fucking subscription to a VPN. And I'm not even a year into it. Well, yet. it's only if you access some stuff. But what happens when they decide that this do, bill applies to VPN in general? Stuff? It's a VPN. Of course. They'll just come after people using It's the VPNs. government. Hello. Exactly. So it's like, what the fuck, man? That's what they'll do. Because that this is this is the foot in the door. And then later down the line, they're like, wait a minute. We can't tell. Because they're using VPNs, we can't tell that they're still using this stuff. So what do we do? Well, they oh, VPNs they are know illegal the, now. the IPs of commonly used VPNs. Like, there's a website that I tried to fucking use. 
And whenever my VPN's on, it's like, you can't use this website when using a VPN. It's like, it knows. So, so it's not even just persons and individuals, but entities as well. Entity, the term entity means any of the following, whether established in the United States or outside of the United States. This is in the bill. This is the definitions in the bill. A, a firm. B, a government, government agency, government department, or government commission. C, a labor union. <laughs> D, a fraternal or social organization. E, a partnership. A, F, a trust. A, G, a joint venture. And H, a corporation. <laughs> so use a, use a uh, VPN as a corporation, and one of your fucking people uses a VPN to use TikTok? Whole corporation. The whole point of this is to get control of the internet. And the VPNs are one of those things they have to get rid of because it limits their control. That's the whole point of VPNs. VPNs are sold as a way to protect your data and hide yourself from people that would be watching. And who do you think's watching? It's the government. <laughs> they, they use your ISP to track your data. Why do you think the ISP would give a fuck about your search history and shit? They're collecting it for the government. Yeah, the only just thing the like ISP Twitter really, really does is like if so, like if someone tries to file a lawsuit because you're downloading torrents for like a movie, and the fucking studio puts a tracker on the torrent, and so they can track your IP, send a letter to your ISP, and your ISP sends a letter to you, cease and desist. Otherwise, they'll cut off your services. Uh, when you see the Twitter files, you have to understand this is not the only place that's happening. That's what they're doing with ISP companies. That's what they're doing with any fucking group that they want to manipulate without technically infringing on your right. They're sending a small group of people to be the liaison to those fucking companies with a couple key figures. They don't have to have control of all of Twitter. They don't have to have everybody at Twitter on their side. They just need one or two people that are higher ups that will do their bidding, just like Twitter. That's what they do. And it's only it was only one guy from the CIA. There's only one guy that was operating. And it's not like he's operating without the knowledge of the people above him. He's been given the clear, the go-ahead. Why? Okay, you ever see <laughs> you ever see how like in the movies, it's an espionage thing, and he gets in a car, and he's in the car, and he's in the car with a senator, and it's just one senator, and that's the guy. It's literally like that. <laughs> that's how it is, okay? It's a couple of fucking people at the top that are always trying to make their own gains. This guy gets it. Time for me to just die, to be honest. <laughs> I'm 80. I've had enough. You have to understand that so many people are using VPNs, and their goal is to get rid of them. And this is how they start. They go like this, and then they go, oh, it's not working. We need to do something. Let's get rid of VPNs. Or they start going, we'll get rid of all of them that don't work with us. And then they start threatening the VPN company. Right? Like, if you don't work with the government, you're fucked. And then the whole point, hey, look who's collecting it. Look, the VPN's collecting data for some. That's what you'll hear about 10 years from now. Turns out this VPN was collecting data on people and giving it to the government. Whoa! But the government said they didn't do it, so. Yeah, it's not the government. It was just one guy. <laughs> <laughs> we call him the fall guy. Yeah. <laughs> What's that mean? The fall guy? Sounds like a game that people play. That's not based off of anything. Yeah, that's it, I think. 
You can always edit out these uh, dead air moments. What dead air moments? I get that you're playing a video game. And to be honest, probably better to have footage anyways of something happening in the background. You know, people have short attention spans. Now you got to keep them attached. That's well, how, I'm not streaming. What are you talking about? That's how a lot of people kept... Uh, they can't stream. Can't hear this, man. What do you think I'm gonna have random explosions and shit going on during the podcast? <laughs> I'm just saying, like people. That's how a lot of people got their start was Call of Duty footage, and then they were just commentary about their real life or some bullshit that nobody and they cared still about. Still fucking do that. Oh yeah, that's the thing. That's what a podcast is. If you think about what a podcast is, it's just Call of Duty commentary without the footage. Like, because the guys wouldn't be talking about the footage. They wouldn't be talking about what's going on in the game. They'd just be talking about whatever to talk about for the day. It's, it's just evolved or devolved, whatever you want to call it. Yes, definitely devolved. Everything's reaction these days. Even video game streamers, they're just reacting to games. Watch my favorite streamer play Elden Ring. Watch how he reacts when he dies 60 times to this boss. I kill myself. Yes, that's exactly, I relate. <laughs> <laughs> You know what I like about this Mendez fight is you get the eye and it's not actually a key ever. <laughs> it kind of kind of seems like it should be, right? Because you sell keys when you're done using them. But they just skip the whole eyeball being used as a key thing. Which kind of makes sense because it's fucking stupid that, that a retinal scanner would use whatever. <laughs> a fake eye? Yeah. yeah. Now it's just like every other boss treader. You just sell it. Um, Armored Ashley does do the same thing in this game as it does in the original. Can I confirm. Was What's that? Makes Even her invincible. Oh. Can't be carried away. Oh, she can't be carried away. No, nope, okay. too is heavy. Still, still clang clang around. Yeah, a little bit. It's not as annoying. Very loud. Is it, are you sure? Because the audio was way better in the original. <laughs> Leon. <laughs> Leon. Clang 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 clang. clang. <laughs> Leon! I don't have that sound effect anymore, but yeah, I recorded her getting shot repeatedly in a suit of armor. All right, well, Boy, I guess that's, that's the fun. end. Well, we're not going to touch on the. Uh, the I already said retard so many times. Yeah, we kind of touched on it, you know. Oh, okay. Well, what do what do you got to say about what? What are we talking about? Do you want something you want to say about it? Go ahead. I don't know. It's no, cool, ironic, cool. you know. They fucking. Let's hear your Nazi it's, tirades. It's... <laughs> Just kidding. Come on. I mean, like, I've been arguing with people on Twitter lately because everyone's bringing up gun stuff again because of this. And it's just like, I, I don't understand why people have to always bring up the gun argument and then not, like, ignore everything else about it. Like, what about their mental health? What about shit? Yeah, like in this case, especially. Yeah, <laughs> like, dude, what the fuck? And, you know, people are bringing up the fucking, uh, the, uh, the braces again, the pistol braces. And I don't know where that's coming from again. I thought they already pushed that through. Well, you know, the suits at the top, they want to push these news stories. I want them to remember why they need us. Right. <laughs> We're in that stage. <laughs> Some of the things they say too, like some guy was saying that uh, with a pistol brace, it makes it easier to conceal your weapon. And it's like, 
A pistol brace is pretty when? bulky. Like if I if I remove the braces from my 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 pistols, they're smaller. And it's 100% legal. Yeah, he also said, I saw that post. He also said, like, it it makes it more powerful. Like, no, it (laughs) doesn't. It shoots the same fucking bullets as it normally would. Oh, my God. People are dumb. Fucking dumb. But if you already talked about the school shooting thing, then I won't add to that. No, not really. But, I mean, what are you going to do about it at this point? It's a terrible thing. Yeah. It's not the gun's fault. Of course not. Guns don't kill people. People kill people. With guns. Or <laughs> knives. Or rocks. Yeah, or why do you think fists. why do you think England has such a stabbing problem? <laughs> right? God, there's so We got rid of knives out. too, and now it's just a strangling problem. We just find <laughs> people like with their heads bludgeoned in. <laughs> right? And we had to ban billy clubs. It's like the fucking twenties all now over. we're gonna cut your hands off by default. Shootout. It's a fucking shootout. I'm gonna knock you. What? Say that again. Say that again. I fucking dare you. Yeah, right, but if you got nothing else, I'm good too. You sure? Last call. Nothing you want to complain about? Anyone? Eh. <clears throat> okay really. well thanks for listening everyone uh go play resident evil 4 buy it twice just to or once <laughs> don't pirate the game yeah don't pirate it don't be a piece I mean, of you shit. do got people out here like mike buying two two copies of it but i've only ever made that mistake for resident evil games it's the only <laughs> time my logic goes out the window <laughs> the last time i did it was for operation raccoon city Remember that shit? It's a quick story. I pre-ordered that game and I got the fastest shipping possible, not realizing that the game ships out before release if you get the shittier shipping. So people got shitty shipping, got it early, and I'm sitting there waiting because I got like overnight shipping and I couldn't wait any longer. So I went out to Walmart or something and bought it off the shelf. And then it showed up the next day and I went to go return it to GameStop and they wouldn't let me because get this, it's still in the packaging. They wouldn't even let me trade it in for less money because it was still in the packaging. That's how shitty GameStop used to be. So I bought that game twice and I wanted to pre-order it, especially because it came with these fucking patches that I thought were cool, like stars and umbrella, like patches that you would iron or sew on a a jacket or something. No way. You could do both. It's just glue. Would iron it and sew it. Well, it's like how you would make a uh, something with a wood, right? You. Well, I don't know where they are now. And then you fucking. Glad I pre-ordered Operation Raccoon City like a dumbass. Maybe they'll remake that one. It's really all they have to do: just make it good. Yeah. Make it an R engine and don't ruin the fucking canon. Don't fucking retelling. In this one, Leon dies. He becomes the villain. He's a boss, and then he dies at the end of. Well, that's kind of cool. I mean, you know, I say just don't make it canon. Just say it's not canon. <clears throat> no, no, don't do it. Don't touch. Don't touch main series characters unless it's mercenaries mode or something. Yeah, I think that'd be great co-op version of that with the current RE engine because that's the real issue. Is it was kind of a shit engine. Well, it was also made by the team that made SOCOM, and it uh, like the guns just felt shitty. There was no 
impact or anything. It felt like the bullets were going right through people. It, it was bad. Probably get it for $2 on Steam. Try it out yourself if you can even run it. It's bad. All right. Well, thanks for listening. Tune in in two weeks and catch me on stream. YouTube.com slash at MilkToastMike. You catch me nowhere. In the background on that same stream. <laughs> All right. Thanks for listening. You'll hear us next time. Bitch. Bye.